Welcome to Dong City, everybody. March 8th edition, episode number 49. If you build it, they will come as we finish this movie bracket goat challenge that we have going on. As you can see, our screen has been enhanced by the wonderful, pretty good looking Randy Hammond. And then it goes back to the shit because Rob is back on screen with us. <laughs> How you fellas doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. Apparently, also the other one wants to talk here, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing well. If you build it, they will come. By the way, is an official Dong City sanctioned quote for baseball movies. Uh, yeah. So Randy, well, first we'll start with Rob because he's here. He has returned, and we see his face, and we're going to see it probably for two hours tonight, which will set a record. <laughs> How you doing, Rob? I'm doing pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Last week I uh, had a little emergency, and everything's all good now. So. But um, everything, you know, not, nothing, nothing major, but, you know, I had to help out my mom for a little bit. So should also uh, mention that Rob is the healthiest of all of us with the vaccine. You're now fully vaccinated, right? Fully vaccinated. Yep. Yeah. Star power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, I'm glad I took it. And the, the second dose really took kicked my ass. I, re I, I was like in bed most of the day. It, it really was like, ugh. With chills, all that stuff. Yeah, they're multiplying. But I'm good wow. now. And, and now we got Randy Hammond. So, Randy, you are one of our expected guests. The other one is in transit, I presume. Welcome to the show, Randy. For those of you, you know, who you know, I'm going to make a CP time joke right here. Like, come on, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Moses is somewhere. To be fair, Jacob Moses uh, was Jason Brooks. <laughs> We're really struggling on finding that extra guest this week, um, but we do have Randy. So, Randy, welcome. Uh, a third Yankee fan. I'm sure there will be no controversy about that to decide the best movie bracket, the best movie of all time for baseball. How are you doing? Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Well Thank you guys for having me. It's a pleasure to be on with you today. Well played. Well played. Yeah, we will see how long that movie lasts. Uh, <laughs> Just watched it. It's in my head. That's all I had to say. There we go. Yeah, it's uh, it's been nice, right? Like, you know, no matter how it turns out tonight, I got to watch a lot of baseball the last two weeks, so that's nice. Uh, it's a big break from hearing about how Gary Sanchez is going to win MVP because oh he uh, has two home runs in spring. So it's a nice upgrade for me. Before we continue, we got to give some context to that. So I'm in, I'm in one of these Yankee pages and. and you guys know I always fight with Yankee fans because Yankee fans are the fucking worst. <laughs> so this guy, Brandon, uh, Michael, I think is his name, is is defending Gary Sanchez. And, and we were going back and forth for like an hour. And I'm like, I, I like this guy's chutzpah. And I, and I invited him to the group. So he is in the group. And he is betting me that Gary Sanchez will win the MVP this year. So like Joey Saldana asked him, I want to know what you're smoking and where you're getting it, brother. <laughs> How much? Which is the bet? Whatever. <laughs> I should add, Henry, of all the things your son chose to comment on, that was the one, and he absolutely agrees. Sanchez is not winning MVP. So uh, you, you well, used to be doing some homework. What's my son doing in the comment section? <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm, paying, I'm paying tuition for you to go do some homework. Get your ass back in class. <laughs> he wants to come in and give his opinions on why Gary Sanchez is overrated by Yankee fans. I'm completely okay with it. That's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> so here we go. We got the movie bracket. Jacob on his way. We have 
I've heard from him. He is alive. He's around. Um, he will, uh, he'll be on shortly, but I think we can probably get started by reviewing the bracket. So let's, let's review what we had last week. I don't even know at this point, which one of you has the actual updated bracket. I, I have it. I'm going to pull it up right now. And as a refresher baseball life, you guys decided two of these, we put it into overtime. Uh, so I'll go down the bracket real quick so we can go over last week's winners long gone. The top seed, Beat Fever Pitch. I would say that was uh, that was not a very simple decision for a one verse thirty two, but it did move on. Fever Pitch gone. For love of the game, edging out, take me out to the ball game. No upsets yet. Forty two beating Million Dollar Arm. That was expected. Major League beating uh, one of my personal favorites from before nineteen fifty. It happens every spring. And then we had the Sandlot Big Juggernaut beating Major League Two. So that leaves one Major League left. Sugar in a very controversial matchup, edging the perfect game. Um, the natural, this was the big upset. The natural number five seed overall losing to soul of the game in a, uh, in a real argument. <laughs> so that's, that's the upset. We got a 28 that advanced. And I'm then with bad it. News bears I'm, with it. I'm with it. Yeah. You guys really pushed that through. That was also the only upset on the entire, that entire side of the bracket. And it was like one of the biggest ones you can get. On the other side, we had uh, the rookie. This one, or well, there we go. We had 62, the number two overall seed, beating out rookie of the year, which was a, a fan favorite from our large Chicago contingent, but not strong enough to beat an actual good movie. The rookie beating out Fear Strikes Out. That one was, again, that went down to the wire, went to a fan vote. Field of Dreams beating the final season, a league of their own, which has uh, some strong momentum, I would say, in this bracket, defeating... Everyone wants some pride of the Yankees beating angels in the outfield, which I think we were all sad to do, but it was the right thing to do. And then eight men out beating damn Yankees again in one of those extra inning votes, Moneyball beating trouble with the curve and bull Durham beating bingo long. So for the most part, guys, the chalk mostly won. (laughs) We had the natural was upset, but for the most part, by the seedings, we tend to believe with the we tend to side with the majority. Not too many upsets. The rookie can be considered one. Um, and other than that, it pretty although much was although fe- fever pitch almost took out long gone and it, probably, it did. Yeah, you probably should have. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> now we got for love of the game in the next one. That that we should probably start with that one. But before that, we have our final panelist here, Jacob Moses. Welcome to the show, and I love your shirt. Thank you. Let me see it. Let me see it. You know what it is? Serrano, Vaughn, Hayes, Taylor, Harris, George, <laughs> Joe Boo, God damn it. Wait, wait, this. wait, wait. is I, that uh, the real Willie Mays Hayes or is that like the Omar Epps Willie oh, Mays? Oh, no, nah, this is Willie Mays. This is <laughs> Hayes. Oh, this is just Hayes, Willie Hayes. Okay. Just Wesley Snipes, black ass. Look, speaking of black, your ass was late and you replaced No, 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 no. I did not Mays. get a link. I had to. Uh, thank you, Rob. Rob is the real MVP. I was like, oh, where's the link? <laughs> oh, there you go. Thank you. I'm like, how the I hell put it, I put it in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Mofo, yeah. you know damn well I'm always behind in that chat. <laughs> All right. I thought you were wearing a Jays hat at first. It looks like an Indian's hat. So you're just matching oh, yeah. it up. Yeah. Very, yeah. Oh, Classic no. Jacob Moses there. Yeah, we got an yeah, Indian's cool. theme going on yeah. today. We got I got my shirt here, and then you have um, Jacob with well, his shirt. We got to well. get this shit in with Major League now before it gets canceled. Because the way it's going right now, yeah. it's about to be canceled and you're not going to find it on streaming services. Uh, we got to get it in now. 
You know, I'll say this before we even resolve any of these. Major League wins the marketing baseball movie award because we got two of those shirts. I wore my Major League shirt last week. Where the like, where the hell is the uh, where are the sixty one shirts at and long gone and things of like things like that? We, there's nothing eight men out. Like, come on, where's the nineteen nineteen scandal shirts? I had a couple Funkos in here. I just can't find them. I got too much. <laughs> That's my first observation. Major League's got some resonance. Um, <laughs> All right. So, I mean, let's get started here. Can we go back to the bracket? Let's go, baby. Let's, uh, w- I want to start because I'm OCD about this. So let's start top left. Since you, you OCD? Know. No. That's how we read in America. Um, All yeah. right, so I mean, are we going to go through this, like, diligently, or are we just going to do what we know needs to be done and just move for the love of the game forward? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you're volunteering to start us off on this matchup long gone versus for the love of the game before you do let me just remind everyone long gone the highest score in the bracket at 92 according to rotten tomatoes fan vote and it's up against the number 16 seed for the love of the game a 75 which pretty solid um but a pretty big variance there according to fans that we don't know now, for fans that we do know, which is in baseball life in this panel right here, Henry, why don't you start us off in your thoughts here? For the love of the game, long gone was trash, garbage, basura. Never want to see that shit again. Shit, saw it in the first place. Next. <laughs> Can you tell us in a short summary what you hated so much about long gone? Everything. That shit was trash. The acting, the cinematography, the baseball, everything in that movie was trash. And for the love of the game had... Look, there was something about that movie that annoyed the hell out of me. The cab driver, the guy at the <laughs> bar, he had like the worst New York accent. And I was like, there's no way. I'm like, this dude has to be like a European actor trying to play a New Yorker. Yo, I looked it up. Dude was born and raised in New York, forcing a New York accent. I was like, this is horrible. But I'm still choosing for the love of the game, man. I was going Canada in my head when you were building that up. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I swore my man was from... West Bubble Fuck, Missouri or something. <laughs> My man I, I was thought, born and raised in New York. I thought he was going to say he's from upstate just to take a shot at me. <laughs> also would have been acceptable. <laughs> Let's hand it to Randy, the barely New Yorker. What are, yeah. your, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, look, I've never seen Long Gone. I was going to do that, uh, my due diligence, just to prepare for the show. But you guys convinced me it was such a terrible movie in the show last week that I figured I'd save myself some time and just not watch it altogether. Because mm-hmm. I saw the matchup for Love of the Game is a juggernaut. It's a great uh, baseball movie, Kevin Costner. Great Bronx visuals. Great story. Great lines from Vince Scully all throughout the movie. Um, so, yeah, um, we're going to move forward for Love of the Game forward. Sorry. Two real, quick, real quick, before Randy continues. Being born and raised in the Bronx, I think that's the first time I ever heard someone say the wonderful visuals in the Bronx. Well, <laughs> if you, you know, like I've watched a lot of, like I've been to, driven through the Bronx so many times, and you drive there and you you know what you see on a regular basis. You don't see that stuff in movies or get it showcased really because most people think the Bronx is shit. But like you see wow. the bridges and some of the views, like the full level game really enhanced a lot of that stuff that you don't normally see. Totally get it. And if you drive with Hardy, you don't see shit. <laughs> you're just holding on. You're holding on for dear life when he's driving. <laughs> I can attest to that with the Hardy comment. What, Rob? Why don't you tell us here? What are you going with? Because right now, it the fans too. You know, fan section. Uh, long gone. Also getting edged here. So right now, it's got no momentum. Rob, are you going to change that, or are you siding with everyone with for the love of the game? Nah, I want to go with for the love of the game because 
I honestly didn't even see Long Gone before, and um, just by, just by looking viewing the uh, last show, yeah, um, <laughs> it was like it was, it doesn't look like it was promising. Love of the game, I saw a few times. Kevin Kevin Costner is like the actor for like baseball. I mean, he's done three great baseball movies. It's like yeah. Yeah, he's 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 awesome as a as a baseball player, and anything to deal with that deals with baseball, he's great for it. And so, uh, for the love of the, for, for the love of the game, for me, you're right. It, it's tough to take out costume movies. He really had a feel in the '90s for capturing baseball. Um, for the love of the game, I mentioned this last week. That that kind of is where I'm coming from on this. I thought that. It did a great job capturing sort of an aspect of baseball. Maybe we don't pay attention to as much. Maybe it hasn't been done that much. Um, and Long Gone. <laughs> I actually agree. I'll defend Long Gone for two reasons, obviously. One is that the Tampico Stogie is a fantastic name and it's Florida-based. So uh, it's got that going for it. The other is it came out in 87, the year I was born. So it's Fresh. got that going for it. But those are not good <laughs> enough reasons uh, to take this slightly under two-hour movie on because for the love of the game is legitimately good and I legitimately enjoyed it, whereas I did not enjoy watching Long Con very much. So just one of those movies that doesn't age that great and it wasn't that great to begin with. So I think this is, we're pretty decided here. For the love of the game's moving on, the number one seed will drop, but Jacob, I don't want to screw you out of an opinion here. Do you have anything to, to wrap this up? Just Billy Chapel, you know, pitching the game of his life. It's something about older pitchers when they're about to give it up and they just pitch their ass off, man. We kind of saw it with, what the hell, what the hell, the movie. I can't even think of it right now. There's always a woman behind it, though. Always. It, it never fails. What's <laughs> always you got, a woman the, you got the love story. You know, he's old, just doing his thing. But yeah, and long gone, I seriously couldn't get past like 10 minutes. That's, right. well, that's the original PEDs. Yeah, the, uh, yeah it, it's, it's official on the bracket now. The, uh, the South will not rise again. It is gone. So long gone, eliminated. Got through one round to basically Duke, right, Jake? Um, <laughs> and it's gone. Oh, this motherfucker. Hit. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you curse on Don City. I was about to get to my setback mode and be like, oh, oh really? You, oh, what? You could curse on Don City. You I was about to say, Vince yeah. wants the gun smoke? Our, uh, our <laughs> name is essentially a curse, so it's okay. Uh, so let's move on here. On to the next one. Um and that, oh, I'm on the wrong side of the bracket. Okay, 42 versus Major League. Oh, well, at least we have a really easy uh, easy one to toss here. <laughs> Just two of the most beloved movies, I think, in the entire bracket going against each other. Um, Randy, I know you, uh, you had strong feelings about one of these movies, so I'm going to let you start it here. What are your thoughts on this matchup? Look, man, I know that Major League is the consensus popular baseball movie. Everyone loves Major League, and I, it's it's hilarious. I would just watch it today. It's fantastic. Has there ever been a greater story in the history of sports than the Jackie Robinson story? In my mind, no. I don't think there's ever been one greater. Uh, I, I think that what he did for sports, what he did for baseball – cannot be matched and as a, as a as a journalist and as someone who works in media like I'm always looking for stories that inspire me so everything that he went through to achieve what he did breaking the color barrier what he did uh, all the all the attacks and all of the shots just from just living in a world that was so extremely racist who hated him just based on the color of his skin uh, and he was able, able to overcome that just say I'm not even going to retaliate to that I'm just going to play baseball I'm going to be more professional and just better than all of you and then you have Chadwick Boseman, RIP, play him in such a way that 
you didn't even realize like this could have been actually Jackie Robinson in this movie. It was, it was such an incredible job. Well done on his part. And also the supporting cast, you have the, I don't remember the guy's names, but the people playing managers that were um, not willing to shake his hand or, you know, calling him the N word while he's on the base pass. So like, how could you play him? Like Branch Rickey as a, um, his name is escaping me, but whoever played Branch Rickey, I, I can't believe I can't think of his name, but he did an incredible job as well. So for me, 42, the, the personal story behind all of it and, and just the fact that this all happened in real life and it, it shines a huge light on everything, especially now uh, in the, the crazy year that we've gone through. I can't like put a movie like Major League, which is a comedy, which is fantastic, that got ruined by a sequel uh, mm. over 42. So for me, I'm going 42, the Jackie Robinson story uh, all day here because I just love Jackie Robinson and I love his story. I don't think there's a better one in the history of sports. Harrison Ford played very yeah, Thank you. There Thank you, you go. Thank you. Uh, Jake, why don't you follow it up? What are your thoughts here? This is tough because Major League is like, it's top three for me. I mean, it, it's up there. But, you know, I have an African-American. Jackie Robinson seriously means everything because it's just what he had to go through. And, you know, I don't, we go through it, not as bad, but, you know, we, we still, you know, a little bit here and there. But just for him, uh, you got to have the amount of will that you have to have to go through that and still play the game that you love. There's there's nothing more than that. I I'm, I just I can't root against 42, man. I really can't. I, much as I love Major League, you may run like Maze, but you hit like shit. Just so many lines there, and it's just the pure comedy. It's just, oh man, that, that's hard for y'all to do that. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's hard. I'm not even gonna lie, but I, I gotta go with 42, man. It, it just means too much. I gotta go with 42. I'm gonna remind everyone who's commenting. Uh, make sure you make a selection because I am reading them, and we 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 may need it for this one. Um, let so all right. So we've heard from Randy and Jake, and so far 42's got the momentum. Um, Rob, let's go to you. What are your thoughts here, bud? We have an, uh, this is a big matchup. Yeah, it is a huge matchup. Obviously, I'm a big Major League fan. I talk about the shirt. Um, but 42 was great, great film, uh, great filmmaking. It was like, just, you you felt like you were there when when you you, you were dealing, you know, you were seeing Jackie Robinson's story. Chadwick Boseman, I mean, he's, not only has he played Jackie Robinson, he's played other uh, uh, top, you know, uh, African American key figures. You know, Thurgood Marshall, um, uh, even James Brown. He even did James Brown pretty good. I mean, really good. Uh, and but um, Jackie Robinson is the the role that he's gonna he's gonna be remembered for. Um, besides um, um, Black Panther, but um, still, I have to go with Forty Two because again, it's just the 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 he's just, he's an icon. Jackie Jackie Robinson's an icon. I mean, he. What he did for baseball is you can't top it, really. You, you, there's no other way. You can't top it. Even though I love Major League, it's hilarious. Classic lines. The Wild Thing Vaughn was my, my favorite character. Everything, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, 42 is the one for me. Okay. Uh, Henry, I I got to tell you, I did not expect this. <laughs> it's been, I mean, this is 42 love that I don't even think it had this momentum last round against a much inferior opponent so what you know do you feel the same way or where are you coming on this it's funny because i i thought i would be the only person with this take um <clears throat> so to me these are two of like my favorite films like two of my favorite films so 
I sat back and I changed my approach here. I said, okay, what was the actual better movie? Now, Major League had a cult following, a ton of quotables, fun characters. There was a lot about the movie. It was fun. It just goes to what I said last time about those dramas being matched up against comedies, you know, the, the, that kind of being all over the place. But if I'm going with just a movie, I'm going to go with 42. Not to mention, I would be remiss to not state the obvious where you have a film that is, say what you want about the cancel culture we have, but you have a film that celebrates a, a name, a caricature that is blatantly racist versus everything 42 stands for. So when you weigh all those things, I'm going to go with 42 here. I got to tell you, you started speaking and we got Tim St. Clair commenting. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the show, Tim. And Eddie Morales has come back from his like international world travel of the last few months. He's back uh, watching the show. I can only assume that's where he's been. So welcome, Eddie. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it doesn't really matter what my opinion is at this point because 42 is <laughs> moving on. But I, I will say this, and Henry, you touched on it. We do have to focus, if you're going just on storyline, 42 is going to win the entire thing because there's nothing bigger than Jackie Robinson. Um, I don't personally, that's not the way I'm approaching this movie bracket. I think at a certain point, you do have to look at the actual execution of the movie and the way it was made. With that said, Major League is utterly rewatchable, quotable. It's probably top spot in my heart if I want to watch something baseball related and there's something to be said for all of that. I used uh, my wife as a litmus test last week in that Major League's her favorite baseball movie. She doesn't like baseball. and uh, But I also used her for 42 <laughs> to say that when we saw that in the theaters, she was emotionally moved by that movie. She had knew nothing about Jackie Robinson, didn't realize it was a true story, and also knows nothing about baseball. Um, these are, you know, two white people watching 42 in the movie theater, and that was the takeaway we both had from it. I mean, I obviously knew all about Jackie Robinson, but it went beyond a movie, even if it wasn't the best made. Because I do agree with some people in the comments, I don't think this is the best made baseball movie. Um, and I do think it could have been made better given the topic. <laughs> Jackie Robinson movie could be the greatest movie ever made as well. I don't think this hit the mark there. Um, that said, I don't mind it beating Major League because Major League, though a great comedy, though great sentimental value, uh, is also not going to be the best movie in this bracket to me. So I'm okay with the results. No, no problems there. Um, but I, do, I, I don't think 42 is the best movie in this bracket. We'll see if the momentum continues after this. But 42 is very clearly moving on. Um, my official vote, by the way, is Major League, so it's not a sweep, but I have no problem with this result. Randy, do you want to add, yeah. can I just add, I'm shocked at this. I thought I was going to be the only vote for 42, so the fact that it's moving on, I feel very proud about. I thought we were going to have to have mandatory voting in baseball life, and <laughs> we wouldn't be able to stop till at least 1,000 votes were cast because it would be that close. That's really what I expected. I'm shocked that 42 ran away with this matchup. I thought it would be the hardest one of the entire tournament and it, it, it wasn't. So that's fine. 42 moving on. It's going to face for love of the game. And we've I, had major league representation in shirt form on this show and nobody voted yeah, you, for it except for you. You all vote against your own interests. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but yeah, 42 moving on. Good for 42. Let's move on to the next matchup there. We got to go back to the bracket. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. You hear me? I'm wearing Nipsey. That's about as 42 as you can get. 
You the marathon the continues. Yeah. That's it, baby. Um, so we have me. now an interesting matchup. Oh, it. It's going to be the Sandlot, which I have many, many strong feelings about, against Sugar, which narrowly edged the perfect game. Um, Sugar being the 13. So again, to remind you of this matchup, um, Sugar is an overall 80. Critics give it a 92. If that's any indication as to what critics think of it from a movie standpoint, there you go. Sandlot was an 89 by fans. Critics gave it a 63. So maybe they didn't quite understand the magic that is Sandlot. They don't so, like kids. <laughs> let's <start it> off. <laughs> yeah, let's start off with the people who have kids. And I want to do that because um, I'm curious if this, if Sandlot has carried over from generation to generation. Henry, is it just like our general time frame that love Sandlot or, you know, does your son and daughter also love it? Um, my daughter who does not like sports yet um, loves the Sandlot. My son loves the Sandlot. They both have Sandlot paraphernalia. So it is one of those generational movies. Um, it's fun. I mean, everything that about it is fun. And so, um, but Sugar. I, I was saying it last week. I know everyone thought I was nuts about how amazing I thought Sugar was and, and the plight of, of the minor league struggle. And, and you throw in the fact of, you know, somebody coming from another country and not speaking the language. I think Corey mentioned last week it's Bull Durham, but, you know, more modern, but it's better than Bull Durham. So I'm my vote here is, is Sugar. I'm staying with the upset route. I know everyone else will probably go Sandlot, but I'm going Sugar here. You got that right because uh, Sam like <laughs> in the in the comment section right now. But all right, we've got one official for sugar. Uh, Jake, you have kids as well. What are your thoughts? Definitely, uh, Sugar was a good movie, Henry. I do agree with you. I mean, just everything about the movie was perfectly played, and the fight that he had to go through to the minor leagues. We all it kind of gave you that insight of what the hell goes on, especially the shit he had to go through. Mm -hmm. Like not speaking the language, the racism. You know, it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It was a good movie, but I got to go with it. I'm sorry. This, this is, <laughs> I go with my childhood though. That mm -hmm. movie, it was, it made you dream of having your friends playing on the field together, growing up together, having so many moments, Benny, you know, busting the guts out of the ball. My kids, they love the part when the dog, when freaking the beast is chasing them. He's they're going through, going through. That is the dog going to get him. I'm not going to tell you, just watching it. And I think that's where Blake gets his love for baseball from, from watching that movie. And just everything about, you know, the whole Wendy Peppercorn and Squint's faking it. It's just everything about the movie was just so, it was corny when you really grow up and actually watch it. But you're like, damn, I get nostalgic. Like, honestly, I'm that kind of person. I get kind of emotional because it's it was made in 93 and I was young. Now I'm just looking back like, wow, that was a long time ago, man. It's I'm starting to get old now, but that movie, it definitely will always have a place in my heart. That's one of my, like I said, top three. That's number two, I want to say. For the record, Jacob, that's exactly how big dogs are in the Bronx. <laughs> man, I've seen. I'm not even gonna lie. I have seen. I, uh, yeah, you, you touched on an interesting point, Jake. And it, I personally, I think it's going to be really, really, really hard to take out Sandlot in this tournament, especially if you look at where it is in the bracket. And the reason is, it is corny, right? Like, like you look at it, no one in that movie is giving you an Oscar performance by any means. But 
the thing about the Sandlot is it has every baseball element working for it, including nostalgia. And what I mean by that is like, we'll take Henry and I, for example, we had very different childhoods and upbringings, right? Like Henry grows up in the Bronx. I grew up in the suburbs of New Jersey. And we can both look at that movie and take truths out of it. Truths in that guys who grew up in the Sandlot in Brooklyn, the Bronx, wherever you want in New York, those are the guys who are going to actually make the major leagues. Those are the guys who really, really know baseball at a visceral level. I grew up suburban New Jersey growing up in the nineties for me was like, you played little league, but then there were also those kids who played AAU and they were playing like six sports at once. And it was expensive and my parents wouldn't pay for it, but their parents would because everyone was rich around me and kicking the shit out of them. <laughs> was, was, I like that. That scene for me is so joyful just to see those kids get their ass kicked by guys who like, this is what we do every day. Like, this is how we bond. We play baseball in the sandlot. Maybe it doesn't have fences. Maybe it doesn't have like a manicured field, but this is like, it doesn't matter. That's what baseball is. It's hitting the ball. It's catching the ball. It's pitching the ball. Those kids knew how to do it. You can have all the money in the world, all the equipment in the world. You're still going to lose if someone else is practicing that much harder and, and enjoying themselves that much more and has that much more talent. So I that I always take away from this also helps that it's in the 1950s, which in my mind is the golden age of baseball ever. Um, and then to add to it, you have like a, an icon like James Earl Jones, you have references to Babe Ruth, you've got fake baseball, real baseball references, and then real baseball again, when Benny the Jet becomes an actual player on the Dodgers, you've got actual announcers announcing him with the, you know, the kid in the booth. And it's just a great story and it's coming of age, which I think James mentioned in the comments. So it's really got everything working for it, even if it's not like an Oscar worthy type movie. So I definitely, definitely side with Sandlot here. I love everything about the aspect of Sugar, like the storyline. I'm all about the rags to riches, overcoming adversity type story. But Sandlot to me is legitimately a juggernaut baseball movie. That's what I think of when I think of baseball at every stage. So that gets my vote. Let's go over to you, Randy. What are your thoughts? So I've never actually seen Sugar, um, full disclosure, but I read up on it. It's very, it's a very practical movie that kind of shows you what it's like to be a minor leaguer. So like that thing is very, um, not relatable, but it's also like the reality for a lot of players that we grow to love when we watch baseball. Like a lot of these guys go through the minor leagues and they spend years trying to perfect their craft to become good enough to play in the bigs. And then you add the element where you don't speak the language and it's, it's a very, very real thing that a lot of guys go through. So I can appreciate that. The Sandlot, and Vince, I briefly talked to you about this over the weekend, it's it's very much, baseball movies all have the same correlation, pretty much, and it's, they all sell nostalgia, and if you're making a movie based, you know, before the 1970s, there's one figure that they sell, and it's Babe Ruth. Um, even movies now still do the same thing, Babe Ruth, you know, despite us not, maybe not thinking he could play in today's game, regardless, what he meant for baseball, especially for uh, decades, is, is insurmountable. The Sandlot for me, because like, I go back to my cousin, and many of you guys know who he is, he's in a lot of these groups, me and him, used to not ever have baseballs. Like we used to not be able to go find a baseball to play with. So like, it's not like we could get 98 cents or anything, go get a baseball. Like we didn't have a car or couldn't go to the store, but we had in the back of his grandmother's yard, we had this tree that shed crab apples and we would take a giant like two by four and, and pitch each other crab apples and just see how far we could hit the crab apple. And the sandlot kind of gives me vibes to that. It makes like Jacob said, like it brings you back and it makes you just think of what it was like to play with your friends when you were a kid. And then you have the iconic scene at the carnival where they're all putting shoe 
in their mouth and they're all putting too much of it in there. And like that to me is like the dumb shit you did with your friends after you got done playing baseball. So uh, oh, we can get into it because I think it's going to advance. But Sandlot only has one huge flaw in it for me. And it's the main character's voice. Uh, Smalls, the way he screeches is just insufferable <laughs> to me. But otherwise, other than that, Sandlot is a classic baseball movie, man. I, I, I can't go against it. Is anything more iconic when he hits the ball? America the Beautiful is playing. And reminds me of my grandmother. And like I, I got to push it up to my favorite movie because every time that came on, she would sing it, and she would just go along with it, and she loved that part. And just the fireworks going, everybody just stops and looks, and then America the Beautiful is just blaring. I, I love that part, man. It just until yeah. Hamilton came out, that was the most American moment I think. Of- <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. That that's like damn. I'm gonna like flex American flags out of my arm. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts? We haven't heard from you yet. Before, before we continue, um, Randy mentioned Babe Ruth being uh, the storyline in a lot of movies. There is a movie that didn't advance that if you have kids, I would say watch it. Everyone's Hero. A, a lot of people didn't hear about it. A lot of people didn't see it, but that movie was fantastic. And it was one of Jaden's favorite, favorite movies um, growing up. So if you have children, even if you don't have children, watch Everyone's Hero. It's an animated movie. It's like 90 minutes long, but it's really good. Fair enough. Another Babe Ruth plug. I like it. <laughs> By the way, uh, quick. And it's probably not going to be that quick. When did you think baseball movies stopped acting like Babe Ruth was was Jesus? Is it is it when after Hank Aaron broke his home run record? Because every movie made before 1975 like, was always Babe Ruth is the greatest I, thing ever. Great Babe think Ruth they is have. Great. I think they've moved on a little bit, but like every movie that's based in the 50s and 60s, especially, it's all about the great Bambino and trying to be better than the, the babe. I think he's just not in, it's obvious here, but I mean, you know. I think he's not in vogue present day. I think, you know, the thing with Babe Ruth is there's so many movies about his greatness and his numbers, you know, if you, if you look at them, are obviously the living lore forever, you know, without context or anything. Um, now there's just so many more like baseball's been around a hundred something years. There's so many more stories now that can be publicized that we now have access to. I think that's really what it is. I don't think anyone is like, I don't think his reputation's changed necessarily. I think there's just more to the story now. And, and that's what Hollywood. The the Yankees were the biggest story in baseball and he was the biggest star. So, yeah, you know, we we win another like four or five titles in in seven years, Randy, you'll, you know, Babe Ruth might come back. We'll see. Speaking of winning titles, Rob, you're a Yankee fan. Why don't you uh, give us your opinion here? Sure. Uh, So when I remember, I remember seeing Sugar a while back when it first came out, I actually saw it by accident. And it was one of those movies where as soon as I started watching it, I just, you know, just started to just, you know, see where it went. And I actually liked it. I actually liked it for for the story it was and um, what people go through um, in the minors, especially, especially in the, uh, in the, in the DR. So, because, you know, baseball is life in the DR. Like that's, that's your, your ticket out of poverty over there. Got to hit a picture way off the island. Yeah, exactly. So it was, (laughs) but um, I thought it was a great movie when I, when I first saw it, you know, I was actually intrigued by it. That being said, I still have to go with the Sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> Legends never die. Legends never die. My set. This is my movie. I mean, it had everything from not. It was just not just baseball. It was just about life. Just hanging out with the guys in you know, in a one summer 
one 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 summer, and it was just the most memorable thing that they ever did. Like, and you go back to your childhood, you always remember that one summer that mm-hmm. that you will remember forever, and that movie did that. I mean, and, and it was just like again, it wasn't just about baseball; it was just about hanging out. They, I mean, the, the scene when they went to the uh, to the carnival and they all threw up because they were eating tobacco. That that was that was hilarious. Um, to the to the part where um, Benny the Jet had a dream with, um, with about Babe Ruth and um, saying to get that ball back from uh, from that from the beast. And I mean, yeah. everything from the, the attempts of trying to get that baseball. To, to, I remember when they when they when they even used like what was that the uh, etches? I forgot the name of the thing. It's like, like they used like this. I forgot the name of it, but it was like metal and everything like that. And they used like a pot to try to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was funny. I mean, it was funny all all, all, all around, but um, yeah, and you just can't beat the Sandlot. The Sandlot was a classic. One of those movies where you were like, it's memorable. I knew very memorable. along in this one. I knew that, but I just it's Sugar was just such a great film. Yeah, yeah. But again, I I, I knew you know Sandlot would advance. I just I had to go with what I thought was a great film, and I knew I'd be solo here. I want to let you know, Rob, when you said that there's that one summer we all remember, Henry and I had the exact same thought and had nothing to do with baseball. But (laughs) (laughs) that's that's Dong City for you, literally. (laughs) How did I know? (laughs) That cracked me up because I just looked over at his screen and I was like, yeah, really? I saw him throw up the. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You, 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 do, you do this long enough, man. You know your partner better than any. That, that's it. That is that's true. So Sandlot moving on, which is now, I believe, the top seed on that end of the bracket at four. Is that possible? Yeah, well, I guess two of them are on the other side and one is yep. gone. So Sandlot is now the favorite over there, although 42 has been the most dominant, I would say. Um, now let's move on here. So we've got the uh, soul of the game, which was the darling Cinderella of the first round, taking out the natural. And it's going up against Bad News Bears, which had a little bit of a rough go against Hardball. Um, luckily, Hardball sucked ass because <laughs> Keanu was in it and did a terrible job. It was and not so that, that did... bad at all. It wasn't. It wasn't. No, the it wasn't disrespect bad. for Hardball. I'm not it's crazy. I was so angry at you for disrespecting <laughs> Hardball like that. Unbelievable. I want you everyone. G Baby deserves more respect, damn it. That's what we needed. We needed G Baby shirts. That's what we should have. (laughs) We need to start making people cry in the comments. G Baby forever. Let's go. Nobody. I I don't give a shit what you say. There's no one who watched that movie and did not cry. Vince, you're full of shit if you tell me you didn't shed a tear. It had sad. I, again, I he didn't, didn't answer. See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you heartless son of a bitch! Kids, all the inner city kids were fine. Keanu Reeves is what ruined. <laughs> I want you to know, though, if you're watching this, like Randy's been harassing me this entire week leading up to this about my disdain for Keanu Reeves and Hardball and the movie in general, as he should. Yeah, and Biggie. If you're if you're a, person, if you're a fan of Biggie, you have to love Hardball for how much that kid just was bumping. I love it when you call me. Like, that was awesome. Come on. Yeah, that's probably the only way you can get a Biggie song in a baseball movie with Biggie. <laughs> I can't get past it. Um, all right, let, let's start it off with this matchup. So going back to it here, we've got Soul of the Game versus Bad News Bears. Interesting matchup. Kind of a hipster matchup in my mind. 
who wants to start? Does anyone have strong feelings on either of these movies? Yes, yeah, Soul of the uh, Game. Yep. Okay. I like them both. I like them both. Go ahead, Jacob. I, got I mean, just Blair Underwood, you know, what's the, the dude from, I know he was from Forrest Gump, but Williamson, you know, it, it was just, Bubba. yeah, there you go. Bubba, Bubba. Uh, Michael T. Look, Michael T. Um, Williamson. Michael T. Something. Uh, yeah, there you go. Bubba. Williamson. <laughs> Looks yes, so big. Right get caught on the, yeah. yeah. You better watch that. You better watch that before you get caught on the tripwire. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that movie was so good. Satchel Paige. Yeah. It was about the friendship of him, Jackie Robinson, and I also had the guy, um, the dude from Full Metal Jacket in it, Arlie Ermy. Yep, he was. Yes, there you go. Um, yeah, he the was... whitest I heard Vince ever sound. White to say Arlie. It's just a rule. Oh man. And then basically, you know, it was about when like caused the rift when Jackie Robinson was signed and Satchel Page was older, you know, obviously it caused a rift because he wanted to be there. But just all in all, that movie was good. The Bad News Bears was good too. It was a nice little, you know, funny movie. Just laugh out loud, silly, gritty, because what the matter was in it. It was it was good, but soul of the game, it's a different element, and that's what I'm going with. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with Jacob there. I just my only complaint for Solo the game is like I said before, it wasn't long enough, True. and I, I wanted more, and they could have fit so much more into it. But I'm I'm with Jake. I'm gonna go Solo the game. I won't even spend a lot of time on it. To your point, an hour thirty-four. In case anyone was wondering, not very long. Um, yeah, I actually agree with you guys. I I don't have a strong opinion about either of these movies, which <laughs> probably doesn't bode well for the next round, but. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I like Soul of the Game a little bit more. And here's my hot take of the night. I think that when you made movies before 1990 for baseball, you missed the mark in a lot of ways. And Soul of the Game came out in 96. That's like right in the sweet spot mm -hmm. yeah. of baseball fever for movies. I, so. I bet you love 96. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Really. <laughs> you're getting into baseball. Oh, yeah. Just watch baseball from like 96 to 2000, I would say. It was a really great time to watch baseball. What, what year? What was that last year? I never heard of it. I don't remember it at all. <laughs> so, I remember I 2000 never, very well. I, I, don't, I don't remember yeah. it. Yeah. You remember like, Benny Agbayani. Eight was a really great year. He had the McGuire Sosa chase. He had just Listen, the greatest team any of us have ever seen. Look, um, that's, a, look that's probably the only time Benny Agbayani will be referenced on. Oh, absolutely. Okay. absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like Soul of the Game. Like Henry said, won't won't take too much time on it. I, Bad News Bears was was fine. I don't. I think parts of it haven't aged very well. Um, and Soul of the Game just to me a little bit more enjoyable. A little bit. Bad News Bears has been done like in twelve different ways. Granted, it was the it was the first, um, but still, it you know not not that impressive to me anymore. Um, anyone else have any thoughts on this matchup? Uh, in spite of bad news bears and you and you, Vince, and, and the knockout of hardball, I'm going to go with Soul of the Game here. There you go. <laughs> Soul of the Game. No. Yeah, and, and looking here in the comments section, I did not expect uh, this. This is a pretty overwhelming vote. Uh, well, it seems to be pretty mixed. So, yeah. All right. Well, Soul of the Game moving on. Won't, won't take too much time on it. That was a, a tough matchup. Um, in that it, it's going to get killed next round. So when we move to the other side of the bracket, <laughs> yeah, 61 took out Rookie of the Year. That's going to go up against the Rookie, which is interesting only so much in that 61, a juggernaut, and the Rookie really, really resonated with a lot of people in baseball life when it was put to a vote. Like, a lot of people love this story. Yeah. 
So let's kick it off here. Uh, Rob, we'll start with you. 61, obviously, your boys in this movie. Uh, one of the Yankee movies that remains. It did pretty well in the first round, which I'm kind of surprised about. Uh, going up against The Rookie, which, um, again, has a Florida tie-in, so that makes it not nothing. But what are your thoughts here? Well, um, I, I've seen 61. It's been a while since I've seen 61. But when I first saw it, I, I, I was kind of surprised that um, Billy Crystal um, directed it. Um, and obviously, Billy Crystal is the biggest um diehard yankee fan and he did that movie very well um talking about the um the whole chase for um breaking the record of the home run record between lou gehrig and um roger maris uh i mean i'm sorry like that look i mean i'm talking about um uh ah, i can't get the name but it's Mickey roger Mantle. maris and Mickey Mickey there you go there you go sorry about that yeah. so um it, it was it was well made um the movie was well made you could tell that um billy crystal showed like the the true heart of the Yankees organization and the chase was, you know, pretty was uh, and how the chase was done um, when when it when it was happening, but I would honestly would have to go with the rookie because I I like the fact that of how the story went with you know the with uh, how this this you know pitcher that you know that he. He had his time. He had his time to go to be in the majors, and he lost that chance. But then all of a sudden, he out of it. You know, he started to gain his confidence back by throwing the ball to his to his um, baseball team and to you know after you know that little bet that they made. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but uh, after they made that bet, saying we'll win all their games, um, and if if you win all the games, you have to try out for the majors. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but. Still, I like I like the whole the whole story behind how that ended up. How he actually made it to the majors and did did well for a little bit until he decided to hang it up. Um, um, but I I will go with the rookie for this one. All right, mm, off to a, a shocking start. The underdogs winning so far. Uh, Randy, why don't we kick it over to you? Another we got to go through the Yankee fan gauntlet before we get to Jake. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I watched 61 for the first time on Friday night, and uh, it was remarkable. Honestly, it was such a good movie. And if you're someone who hates Yankees fans, I uh, suggest you watch it because you kind of can see just how fickle and sensitive Yankee fans are when it comes to like their history and tradition. Because God forbid anyone break Babe Ruth's record. And if it's not Mickey Mantle, we don't want <laughs> anyone to do it. So screw this Roger Maris guy. Um <laughs> And it's, it's crazy because if you go to Yankee Stadium now or you watch the Yes Network, you just assume Roger Maris is a beloved Yankee. Like, you just assume he is an all-timer who, you know, has his number retired and he's just like DiMaggio and Mantle and Gehrig and Ruth and all those guys. He wasn't. He wasn't not – like, it, to me, it's almost similar to – but I'm not going to give A-Rod this much credit, but it's similar to A-Rod where he's not a traditional Yankee. So Yankee fans never truly embraced him, but Maris earned it more so than A-Rod ever did. And I, I think Maris like just didn't talk to the media. And this is also a movie that takes, the media takes huge shots in this movie because the one guy who's just attacking Maris the entire time, like, Oh, he doesn't have what it takes. Oh, he can't break Ruth's record within the 154 games. Like it has really great dynamics all around and especially the most important one to me which is the Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris friendship angle, which these two guys are battling for the Babe Ruth home run record. And they're not really, they don't really care about it, but they're just both good enough to be at that point where everyone's talking about it. That's all anyone cares about. They don't care about a pennant. They don't care about any of that. They care about who's going to break the Babe's record. Everyone loves Mickey and no one gives a single shit about Roger Maris. And 
Roger Maris ultimately uh, gets it done. So uh, I love that story. It was really well done. And uh, the, here's the thing about the rookie. It is, it's a great real life story. And I think Dennis Quaid does a great job portraying uh, Jimmy Morris. He just doesn't look like anything like Jimmy Morris at all. Uh, that's probably my biggest critique of it. Um, you know, I, I think it's a good movie and it's a great story. And I think they kind of, uh, maybe enhanced or dramatized the age a little bit there. I think in real life, Jimmy Morris was 35 and they said Dennis Quaid or the portrayal of him was, he was like 40 or pushing 40 almost. So a little exaggeration there, but anyway, good movie, good story ultimately, but I got to give it to 61. Henry, you keeping that 61 train going? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm going to, everything has been said. And and just like Jake mentioned in the, uh, in the comments, Roger Maris, you know, he got sick over this and, and he, did not handle this pressure well. He was not a media person. And who knows? He probably dealt with a little bit of uh, mental issues, which really didn't become an issue for until maybe 10 years ago, I'd say. You know, maybe even less than that. A-Rod really being the first one, Zach Granke, you know, those kind of guys seeking help. But Rookie's a great story, good movie, but 61 was just amazing. And and like Rob said, Billy Crystal retired Yankee, by the way, (laughs) Um, he did a fantastic job here and everything about this movie was good. And then to Randy's point, Roger Maris got his due in this movie and and it was fun to see that. Just pointing out that Henry fires back this week by uh, calling Randy Vince. We don't all look the same. That's been your disclaimer. Um, (laughs) So it makes up for last week when I did the exact same thing to him and Ricky. So uh, now we're back and even. But um, (laughs) I pretty fat Hispanics look alike. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the facial hair just throws me off. Um, I agree with both of you guys. I also go with 61. This for me is just a classic. It's a feel good story versus a better movie. And for me, 61 is the better movie. I'm going to save most of my thoughts for that movie because I know it's going to advance now um, for the next round. But The Rookie, good story, fun story. It's got the guy from Little Kid from Two and a Half Men in it. That's great. Uh, but ultimately not, not going to weigh up to a movie like 61. And uh, I got Tara and Joey and James and everyone in the fan section for the most part, including Austin agreeing. So 61 is definitely moving on. Jake, did you have any finishing thoughts there as the one non-Yankee fan on this panel? Fuck yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was, it was a great movie. I saw it. Man, I think I saw it when it actually came out, actually. But um, <laughs> it, was a re- it was a really good movie. You know, Barry Pepper, I think that was his name. He played the hell out of Roger Man. He looked just like him, too. That's what made it even look when you when you can portray the guy and you get the visual just like him, it makes it so much better. But just the chase, the friendship, like you said, um, I love it, man. I, I love historic movies. That that's my number one thing. I can sit there and watch it all day. So no matter who it is, it could be the Yankees, it doesn't matter who it is, especially with your all the success you had with having that go on at that time. It it was a must watch. So if you're definitely a baseball fan, 61 is a movie you should see. I will say, you know what would be a, uh, at least a good moment in the movie is a 9-11 Mike Piazza-esque that, kind of storyline in the movie, I think, would do fantastic. That would be dope, too. I was at that game, by the way. I'll never forget that. But I think that would be a, a fantastic arc in the movie. It would be. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, all right, 61 winning handily. Uh, you know, can't say that's shocking given that it's the second overall movie and now the strongest one that remains. Uh, now we move into a matchup, which I'm sure there will be no controversy over and should be a pretty easy vote here. 
Field of Dreams, <laughs> number seven overall in this yeah. tournament, going up against a league of their own, number 10 overall in this tournament, which not only makes it super close per the rankings, Field of Dreams, by the way, 86 by the fans, 87 by critics, so almost in complete agreement there. A league of their own, 84 by fans, 78 by critics, so critics uh, hate women, I guess. But um, <laughs> not surprised. Yeah, the fan vote there is, is dead close. The seating is completely close. This is a really hard... I, I forgot about this matchup when I said the other matchup was the hardest one of the night. This, this is one tough. is very difficult. I don't think it's that difficult. Uh, Let's go with you first because I need more time to kind of collect my thoughts. I'm going to keep it very simple. A League of Their Own is a damn near flawless movie with great actors. Also, it's International Women's Day. I'm not choosing against the ladies right now. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. Exactly. Exactly. Advances, and that's that. <laughs> the words right out of my mouth. I was gonna say the same shit. Facts. <laughs> I just that movie was just so great, man. It, of course, it was about women, but still, oh. what was portrayed, it just made it just every all the acting, and it was just money, every one of them, and just so many lines. There's no. Are you crying? Those are, who doesn't remember? I know you remember no if they crime. build it, they will come. But that line right there, like, are you crying? That's no crying. <laughs> it's just how he said, oh, man, just everything. And just Dottie, her sister, that storyline right there. And when she had to knock over her sister at the end. She, she lets go of the, the ball. She yep. lets go of the ball on purpose. Uh-huh. And, and that right there, it, that movie is just great. I mean, I think I everybody has that in their collection. There's controversy, Jake, as to whether or not it actually was on purpose. I have oh, come she on. did it on purpose. She yeah. she was short. If you can catch a ball, just give me that. Come on now. Entire Reddit threads dedicated to whether or not she dropped it on purpose. That's crazy. Um, now I gotta go look at that after this. Now. Yeah. You, said, you said Reddit. I don't even need to hear the Reddit anymore. <laughs> yes. For a league of their own and stock advice, please visit Reddit.com. Um, <laughs> I uh you you bring up a good point though. I mean, this is tough. Field of Dreams was like that movie that initiated me into baseball fandom. Like that's the movie you watch. And again, James Earl Jones finding his way into it. And again, Kevin Costner finding his way into it. And that's just like shit. Like you learned about Shoeless Joe. There's magic. I was involved in like somewhat exciting, which is a miracle in itself. Um, I will say this. If you go back and watch Field of Dreams, it's still great, but it's not as great <laughs> as it was when it came out. And that yes. was a long way for me when we're at this part of the tournament where you're getting down to truly the most elite movies to ever exist that involve baseball. A League of Their Own almost had the opposite effect. When I saw it the first time, I was like, this is really good. Like, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm not completely sure why. But now if you go back and watch it, it's like even better. And you you don't appreciate the acting performances in that movie. Tom Hanks does a fantastic job in that movie. Madonna does a fantastic job in that movie. Rosie O'Donnell does a fantastic job in that movie. And like that sort of stuff when I'm a little kid watching it, I'm not really zeroing in on as an adult who has seen plenty of movies now can make those evaluations. I do. And there's a lot of intricacy to Tom Hanks' character as a coach. Um, The storyline is great. The story itself, by the way, even beyond the movie, if you research that actual time in baseball history is pretty amazing that it that it happened. Um, And it's based on true story, for the most part. So for me, 
A League of Their Own actually is a much better movie than I thought it was. And I think that in this 2021 landscape, it's actually getting the proper accolades it should, as opposed to being propped up because it happens to involve women playing mm -hmm. baseball. So I do give the edge to a league of their own, even though Field of Dreams, if you if you ask me like off the top of my head, what's the best baseball movie ever? I'd probably say Field of Dreams. So when you really zero in on the actual movies, I'm actually going to go a league of their own here, which kind of shocks me myself. And it's International Women's Day. So, you, you know, like Henry said, um, anyone else have thoughts on this? Field of Dreams is slow, man. Uh, it just, it moves slowly in the middle of it, I think. And it has Iowa involved, which is enough for me to vote against it. Uh, I grew up around <laughs> enough cornfields to know there's not really that much excitement going on around there. So uh, I know Kevin Costner is baseball movie Jesus here, but A League of Their Own is a classic. And tell me one thing, if you're taking a piss and it goes longer than you expected it, tell me you're not thinking that you're Jimmy Dugan in this movie. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, you drank too much the night before, because that's what I always think of. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, by the way, a league of their own, I think, actually also won the fan section here, which also kind of. I don't of know. Co Corey has some strong comments. He's very angry. Field of Dreams. And I feel bad because Corey wanted to come on the show, and I know he was working, and I, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. But yeah, he would also he would mm -hmm. he would offer a, a good voice of dissent here. I, I mean, again, if someone came on, if you all voted for Field of Dreams, I wouldn't be like, that's the worst decision ever. <laughs> like it's oh, that. He would hang up. He would have hung up right here. He's just... <laughs> guys. Um. It is a good point what Gabe brought up that I should mention for Field of Dreams as a, as a point in its favor is that I think the, and I've mentioned this for another movie, I can't remember which one, the fundamental, as men, the fundamental part for a lot of men to relate to is the father-son aspect of baseball. Like usually it's your father who brings you into watching the sport or a father figure. Mm. It's having that catch for the first time and maybe the last time that resonates with you for life it's watching the games at night with, with your father who again whoever that father figure is and field of dream or a league of their own really sorry field of dreams really captures that well um like really well that is a tear-jerking scene absolutely um but like randy said i do think that a league of their own just stays consistently better longer yeah. uh field of dreams has probably the better moments like the bigger moments but I think a league of their own is the better movie. So I'm that, that didn't do much to me because growing up, my dad hated sports and we did motorcycles and he showed me how to ride a, ride a motorcycle and do shit with motorcycles together. So I there cried more when G baby died. RPG <laughs> <laughs> baby. Yeah. I have a friend now who actually works for the Yankees who his dad, he was like, wouldn't even watch sports he just reads he would just read the entire time i was watching sports growing up like that, that just that connection didn't exist but he he followed it through like that you know that's his oh. life um so it does happen there you know other people like you are out there but i think that that really any father something probably <laughs> probably resonates with a lot of us but that one attached to baseball is really touching moment uh that said field of dreams is going to lose here it really, in my mind, a product of the bracket. It, it ran into a really brutal matchup. I um, think a few, we can say that about a few of these movies, actually. That yeah. they probably would have gone further than they, sh you know. <laughs> I just look at what Sandlot's facing, and I look at the sixty-one region, and it's like, my God! Like Field of Dreams, League of Their Own, sixty-one, The Rookie, which has way more fan pride than I thought, uh, all in the same region. That's brutal. Um, but we have that matchup going into the Elite Eight. So let's move on here. Oh, oh, Rob, yeah, you have some finishing yep. thoughts there. Go ahead. Yeah, my last one, I mean, 
it's obvious what I'm going to pick is uh, League of Their Own uh, because I just love that era. That era, even though it was like during the, the worst of times in America, in the world, during World War II, they had, you know, America needed entertainment. So they, made, they did this league. And uh, I just thought, I just love that era that, you know, it's just, it, it was just with all the stuff going on, it was a cool era to like, like enjoy baseball, like and enjoy, get be entertained and not worry about what's going on. With I mean, obviously it was in the back of your back of the of your mind was what was going on with the with World War Two, um, but it was just a good good film by Penny Marshall, it, and it uh, it was it's very memorable and it the cast and everything was just so good. And one of my favorite scenes, I even have a gift for it. I don't know if you can see it. It's <laughs> when Tom Hanks gets upset every time uh, one of his players keeps missing the cutoff man. <laughs> that was one of my favorite reactions in the movie. I just can't, can never get over that scene. It's just so funny, but yeah, definitely um, League of Their Own. <laughs> All right, League of, the, League of Their Own setting up against 61 next round. That's brutal. Uh, let's move on here. This is the matchup of fandom uh, holding water here. Pride of the Yankees, <laughs> which is like <clears throat> the cult Yankee movie if you are a diehard Yankee fan and, and pretty old against Eight Men Out, which is like the only movie that was ever made about the White Sox entirely. So we have a, a big a big Chicago contingent. We have a big New York contingent. Give us your votes in the comments section. We already have a split. Uh, and for once tonight, I'm finally going to agree with Corey Richmond 100%. My vote here is for Pride of the Yankees. I didn't even love this movie all that much, but I do love Lou Gehrig. I do love his speech. It's my favorite one of all time. I mentioned that last week. Um, this was a good movie. I wouldn't say it was amazing. I don't, I don't think it's going to go too much further. But when you compare it to Eight Men Out, and I said this last week, my main problem I can't get past. I, you know, 1919 scandal for the Black Sox is a, a great story. You know, that's a huge, biggest scandal of all time in, in baseball lore. My problem with Eight Men Out is it had a fantastic, fantastic cast and not a single one of them delivered on their performance. Nor was the character development enough that any of them could, <laughs> could deliver on their performance. And that really, really bothered me. I'd rather have a movie I had low expectations for that came in a little above that than a movie I had high expectations for that completely missed the mark. And that's how I felt about Eight Men Out. It could have done so much better with the plot, with the acting, with the writing, with everything. And it missed on everything as a movie. Um, and really it's only carried in my mind by the actual real life story <laughs> that kind of makes it better than it was. So in my mind, Pride of the Yankees wins this one, not just saying it cause I'm a Yankee fan. It, it really annoyed me. I had high expectations for eight men out and it failed. Um, Jake, why don't, I'll go to you here. You, do you disagree or you agree? No, I agree hundred percent. Pride of the Yankees was really good. You know, lose battle, you know, you know, meeting the love of his life, you know, playing his game, great Yankee. One of the best ever, and like I said, his struggle at the end, you know, it's kind of it sucks because you know you know exactly what happened. But when you watch it, you just like, damn man, that that shit just sucks. And especially he was young, man, like that, and cut him down like that. It's just plus fuck Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry, did I say that? <laughs> Gun smoke, pow pow, kind of yank easy, <laughs> easy. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but Mr. Softy's back. Oh, <laughs> 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 <
I'm giving him a vote for Pride of the Yankees, but let's go to uh, Randy over here. What are what are your thoughts on this? I know you just watched Pride of the Yankees, right? Yes, uh, Pride of the Yankees finished approximately 6:49 Eastern time, 11 minutes before the show was live. So I just had the speech locked in my mind. Uh, Lou Gehrig's story is incredible. When you're a Yankee fan, you hear that speech as a young child. They play it all of the time when you're watching Yes Network or at Yankee Stadium. It is as iconic of a speech as you can get from an athlete. So I have a hard time picking against Pride of the Yankees because a few things, when you have a black and white movie, it's hard for me to stay uh, interested in it. Maybe it's just because I'm a millennial uh, and I have a short attention span. I don't know, but I, I, I don't do well with black and white movies in general. And the other thing, Babe Ruth plays himself in this movie. I typically go against the Babe Ruth cult thing in this this uh, movie. Man does everything, Randy. But he played himself, and I thought that was really cool that you had his aspect on his, and I think that that probably influenced like the accuracy of the movie and how Lou battled with, uh, with, with his struggles and his his wife and everything. So uh, I got to go with Pride of the Yankees here. As a Yankee fan, I think that you'd have to take away my pinstripe card if I didn't go with Pride of the Yankees here. Well, there you go. Uh, Rob, what do you think? Yeah, prior to the Yankees, you know, it's just simple. I'm a Yankee fan, and that was that was it. <laughs> <laughs> comments are not going to like that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the comment section's a dead split right now, from what I can count. It's, it, it, it's shit no. like that that Joey and Tyra do shit like they do on stage. No, but I did see Eight Men Out, and and yeah, it was. I mean, it was uh, okay, it, but again, it, it could have been done better. Uh, but um, yeah, Pride of the Yankees. Were, it, I mean, you could just, you know, you know Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig was a, the one of the best Yankees of all time. I mean, it's sad that they had to that they named the the, the disease after him. It's crazy, but um, but still, it's like when he played, he was one of the best in the game. Shout out to Merle from uh, Walking Dead. I said that last week. <laughs> again, and eight men out. That's uh, a nice yeah. little. Well, spot for him. Henry, why don't you bring it home with this matchup? I think you guys are completely underrating eight men out now. It's good. Here's my problem. It's good. It had the story there. The problem was, like you guys alluded to, the actual execution of it wasn't as good as it could have and should have been. You take the Yankee fandom out and pride of the Yankees in itself is a hell of a story and was done tremendously to match that story. And I think when you, you match them up, that's what it comes down to. Pride of the Yankees, both both of them great stories. Pride of the Yankees was just far better executed than uh, Eight Men Out for me. And, and forget about the Garrick thing, because if you didn't know anything about Garrick, you watch this movie, you were like, holy shit, that's insane that he dealt with all of that gave that speech and, and we know what that speech means to this day. So it's pretty Maybe. simple for me. Oh, Henry, it's going to be 50 degrees in New York tomorrow. So you better pop uh, on Mr. Softy be, before it goes away. That's when it's supposed to come out. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be 60. This motherfucker is in front of my house. Oh. Can you spot me six bucks? Can you give me a milkshake with sprinkles, please? Yeah. Let me get a chocolate cone with sprinkles. Yo, funny, funny story. <laughs> funny story. The, the last couple summers, my kids have just run up Mr. Softy bill so much that the driver literally pulls up to the driveway and waits five minutes because he knows my kids will run downstairs and it doesn't fail. This shit was five days a week. Uh, Miss Softy's, Softy's the goat of ice cream trucks. It is, yep. it is. That's, that's our groundhog for, yeah, uh, for spring in New York. That's our groundhog. Once you hear that, that means spring's spring that's it. Yeah. All right, let's move on here. Part uh, of the Yankees uh, moving forward, it looks like. Part of the Yankees moving forward, it the the fan vote in this in this case didn't anyway. Uh, no, <laughs> no, Jake, it wasn't scripted. Yep. So uh, <laughs> let's, uh, 
Can we pull up the bracket so we see the update here? My yeah, fault. I thought yeah. I did that. The next one's gonna be. I'm pulling a rod because I love. There we go. Now yeah. we're gonna finish the Sweet 16 here, and that's gonna be Moneyball versus Bull Durham. Another, uh, you know, not, nothing major going on there. Moneyball sixth overall, 86 by fans, 94 by critics. It was very praised by critics. Going up against Bull Durham, which was no slouch of its own, had an 82 by fans. Uh, number 11 overall. So we've got it, Jacob. You'll appreciate this. It's a six versus 11 matchup in a bracket. Um, we'll, we'll see if the upset happens or not. Let's start it <laughs> off here. Uh, Randy, we'll go back to you here. Moneyball versus Bull Durham. You were like one years old when Moneyball happened. So I know you <laughs> have the same opinion that we do as far as that goes. But what, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Something's not right there with the timeline of the world. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, look, Moneyball is like different than any other baseball movie on here. And I think that's it's unique in that aspect that you really learn about a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that you if you're a casual baseball fan, you basically have no idea about. Right. And I think that's what's cool about the, the A story. There's major flaws in this movie because, as you pointed out last week, Vince, they didn't mention the three, the big three in the rotation, yeah. <laughs> which was Mulder, Zito, and Hudson, I believe. And um, ultimately, it didn't work. <laughs> I, I, I love like that analytics is a thing, and like everyone uses it now. And Moneyball probably changed a lot of that. But they, they's never won anything. They never even made it to a World Series with this. So that's like my biggest issue with all of it. It's it's very much romanticized as this was a cheap way to win, and hmm. they, they can let Jason Giambi and Johnny Damon go, and uh, <laughs> this minor league guy who played first base that the manager was like, this guy sucks. I don't want to play him. Why am I? Why do I have to play him? Um, I think Brad Pitt was great in this movie, despite I don't think he looks anything like uh, Billy <laughs> Billy <Beano. laughs> I, 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 you guys probably have a different opinion there, but I actually really like this movie in general. But Bull Durham is a classic, and Kevin Costner does it again with the baseball movies. Bull Durham, one of my favorite baseball movies of all time. I have to vote for Bull Durham. All right, we got one on the board for Bull Durham. Rob, you have thoughts? Moneyball, again, was a great movie. I mean, I really, I, I really liked how it went. It was very consistent to me, um, in, from what they were, um, with the story for me, um, the only good thing that came out of it, though, was the tw the twenty game winning streak that th that they did during that year. Uh -huh. They they missed out on um oh, they lost in the playoffs, I believe, and um uh -huh. then uh and they lost the their... Yankees in the playoffs. Yeah, they lost. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, they lost to us. Yeah, so so uh, I mean, there was the play, Derek G to play, you know, Randy. But um, but yeah, bold. <laughs> Bull Durham is, I mean, I've seen out of all the baseball movies besides uh, Major League, Bull Durham, I've seen the most, the most mm -hmm. times. I love that movie. I I even looked up trivia about that movie. The director of the movie actually played minor league baseball and oh, it was based off his experience. I did not know that. The whole thing with, uh, you know, with um, the whole love interest part, what I guess that was, you know, you know, put in, or I don't know, it, it might have happened, but it was an all-around good movie because it had, it was, it was funny. You actually learned about the game, and that was the first time that I ever heard someone say, you know, you know, have you ever been to the show? You know, and the show was the majors, you know, and that was the first time I've ever heard that phrase. And now every time I played Major League Baseball, the show, I just, I always think of that movie, um, Bull Durham. And of course, Kevin Costner, like that was his first baseball movie that he did 
Next was um, Field of Dreams, and then after that, the, for the love of the game. And yeah, his, the first baseball movie he he was ever he ever started was his best one by far. Let's go to Jake. We'll slide it over to you. What are your thoughts? Moneyball was great. You know, I, I was so big on that. Was like my favorite pitching staff with Zito, Mulder, and Hudson. They all had their different styles. This is when, you know, Mulder threw 95, Hudson threw 95, 96. Zito with that 12 to 6. That was one of my favorite. I met him a few times. That dude is awesome. Um, 12 to 6 to 12 to 6. It was like good, good Lord. You talk about the drop, man. And then Scott Hatterberg's bum ass. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that money, that movie was really good. But I got to go with Bull Durham. You know, the whole love interest, like Roberto said, and the whole inspired a baseball thing. And it just had everything in it. It was all a great all-around movie. And so I don't know if it's your comments or whatever, but the the comment the comment section is becoming after dark right now. <laughs> Already, Audible <laughs> Durham is cracking me up on the side. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, good points though overall. Um, Henry, what are your thoughts here? Um, Rob mentioned that the Bull Durham director did play minor league baseball. I knew that, which um, I think that's made it the experience it did. It was very genuine experience. But this matchup made me appreciate technology because you have an old ass movie with some <laughs> shitty cameras versus a movie that was done in HD. And that alone just made the, the viewing of Moneyball much better. You guys said it, the big three never won anything. I've always complained about Moneyball, you know, being as lauded as it was because the A's didn't win shit. Mm-hmm. But as a movie, it was great. And I'm going to choose Moneyball. One more thing, if Billy Bean can be played by Brad Pitt, Will Smith will play me in the Baseball Life movie. <laughs> uh, are, sorry, raise your hands if you voted for Moneyball. Just, just Henry. Oh, all right, it's three one right now in the comments section. I, <laughs> I think it's a tie or or it's very very close. Um, <clears throat> It's a conundrum for me because I Moneyball is like my one of my favorite books ever. Read the entire book, um, big accomplishment. And I Brad Pitt is my favorite actor, so you know this has all the makings of a movie that I should absolutely love. And maybe for that reason, when I saw it again, it didn't disappoint me, but it also like didn't. It should have been like my favorite movie, and it wasn't. Um, I don't think it was bad by any means. I do think it was missing some elements that I probably wouldn't know if I didn't read the book. So I don't know whether to hurt that or, or help or it hurts or helps it. Um, but ignoring the pitching aspect, I think is something that is bothersome. Um, and that really gets ignored, not just by the movie, but like in all of lore about the Oakland athletics and Billy Bean, they never mentioned the fact, Oh, by the way, we also had three aces on the team that might've helped win some games <laughs> not sure, in a pitcher stadium. Um, but the main thing about Moneyball, I, it doesn't bother me that they never won anything because I think when you look at the payroll at that time, just the fact that they made the playoffs was really like an amazing accomplishment. And my bigger issue with it is on base percentage. One of the biggest aspects of it, they realize that hits are not as, uh, that walks are, you know, as important as hits. The Yankees have been doing that for 10 years before Moneyball ever happened. Like stick Michael figured that out in like 1993, that's what the entire Yankee dynasty was built on. And he never gets any credit for it, which is so bizarre to me. Um, but obviously that wasn't the only aspect of Moneyball. So even that didn't bother me. I'm going to go with 
Bull Durham here. And the reason I'm going to do it is similar to what I said last week in that when I look for a baseball movie, Moneyball would teach you things about analytics. And it, it takes a very uh, Adam McKay approach to it. It makes things very easy to understand for complicated topics. And I think that takes a lot of skill. So I appreciate that about Moneyball. And Brad Pitt obviously did a great job. It's got the father-daughter aspect. All oh, that's great. Bull Durham, though, teaches me more about baseball itself. Um, it's an angle that we very rarely see, which is a guy who doesn't ultimately make it to the show. He is a career minor leaguer. Yes, he sets the home run record in the minors, but at the end of the day, really, who cares? Um, and it's kind of, you know, it's at the end, it's kind of like there's more to life, even though he's a career lifer. So I kind of like all of that aspect. Um, and it, it's, it just showed relationships you don't see like, Hey, we are keeping you on this roster, not really because of your own skill, but really because of your experience and someone else's skill. Uh, so just a completely different angle. It does have Costner. He's got to get his due somewhere for how great he has been with baseball movies. I'm going to go bull Durham here. Um, I love Moneyball. Same. It, it's kind of a victim again of oh, some bullshit. <laughs> no, we all some bullshit. You're right. <laughs> I want to add something about um, about Kevin Costner. I, I really do hope that because I know they're gonna do the um, the uh, Field of Dreams game this year, um, um, this season. I really do hope that he's there because I really want. I'm looking forward to, be. to him coming. Yeah, yeah he has game. to be. Yeah, he has to be there. I mean, because he not only. I mean, he's great as a baseball player, uh, as a as a um, as an actor playing in a baseball movie. But he he's actually he's really smart when it comes to the game. He knows he knows the game a lot. I mean, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a big time fan. <laughs> Tim St. Clair, I think, with the hottest take of all, though, he said that Bull Durham's unwatchable once Nuke gets called up to the show after the pool hall fight. Time to go check out. <laughs> That is, those are hard. Wow. Unfortunately for you, Tim, Bull Durham's moving on. <laughs> so it's uh, right though. <laughs> moving into the Elite Eight, you can save your hate for the next matchup. Uh, at this point, uh, now in the Elite Eight, every single matchup's just like a pick your pick your poison, for lack of a better term, because these are all. I mean, these are eight really, really, really good movies. Um, <laughs> and we have the protest vote. So we'll <laughs> spotted that. Uh, is this, is, can you scroll up a little bit? I think we're missing. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, so we'll go back now. Elite Eight starting here for love of the game. <laughs> Going right back here to Costner against 42. Um, so now for those of you just tuning in or tuning in late, we are now in the Elite Eight. This is kicking it off for Love of the Game against 42. Uh, for Love of the Game, a 16 seed and 42 an 8 seed. So we've got some upsets that have taken place in this bracket. Let's restart the wheel here. We already talked about both of these movies in this show, but let's go back here. Jake, why don't you start us off here in this matchup? 42. Yeah. All right. I, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> Just 42. <laughs> I actually feel stronger about 42 in this matchup than I did in the last yeah. matchup. <laughs> I was like yeah. ready, to, ready to knock it out. And that's only because I, for love of the game is, again, it, it's got that Costner trademark, right? Like mm -hmm. it, it breathes baseball. It's, it teaches you baseball. It's really good about baseball. But now I have to go back and stick to my guns last time when I had criticism of 42 and say 42, I think, is the better movie. Mm -hmm. Um 
So again, yeah, bracket quirk. I'll go, I'll switch my vote now. And now I'm going to go with 42 uh, <laughs> in this one. So oh, get my vote, Henry, let's go over to you. If, if something's going to upset 42, it better move on to the round after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, upset major league. It's moving on. So I'm going with 42 here. You know, my stance here. There we go. It's three. Randy. Uh, for the love of the game has a great line from Vince Scully after Chapel throws his perfect game where he says the cathedral now belongs to the chapel. I always, that always stuck with me as a great line, uh, but it's not enough to overcome the Jackie Robinson story. I'm going to go with 42 and Henry, uh, you probably more than anyone else will know this. We uh, were all in a part of uh, other groups before these life, wonderful life groups. They were named after for the love of the game but they were replaced with the name of the sport that group represented. So in protest of those <laughs> shit-ass groups, I am voting for 42. My oh, man. Wait, Henry. Man. That is, that is I will I never die. <laughs> yeah. I, um, all right. So I, very quickly, 42 gaining one for the love of the game there. Uh, Rob, you agree? Yeah. I agree. <laughs> 42. <laughs> kind of forever. <laughs> yeah, 42. Jackie yeah, Robinson's right. not African, man. <laughs> I, I don't care. Yo, that's the Chadwick Boseman, man. You got to yeah. give him love, man. It's just, yeah, it's so so sad that he's gone. That, I mean, wow. I mean, he could have he been in such a – he had a bright, very bright future ahead of him. His performance was definitely good in this. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was a good, good performance. Um, yeah, I mean, for the love of the game, like I said, it just uh, – Good movie, not great. And at this point, we're looking for great. And though I don't think 42 is a great movie, I do think it had a great influence and it has a great story. So for that reason, they would get the tiebreaker for me. So 42 moving on, that was easy. That is your first final four team. Now we're in the real big spot. And with that in mind, we have Sandlot versus Soul of the Game. Uh, for me this is very 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 obvious but let's kick it to someone who may feel less strongly um randy we'll go back to you what are your thoughts on this one uh, I'm sorry. It's obvious to me too. <laughs> I, I do love Soul of the Game, but Soul of the Game made me want more. I want more about Satchel Paige. I want more about Josh Gibson. Uh, the Sandlot to me is a damn near perfect baseball movie that gets me all in the feels every time I watch it. So I have to go to the Sandlot here. You know what I remembered too, once we were talking about the nostalgia of Sandlot, they did the s'mores too. Like yep. I mean, <laughs> just thought of everything about childhood to put into this movie. S'more um, what? Yeah. <laughs> you can't support nothing <laughs> I, uh, I, I, and the one-liners i mean it sandlot like i said last time it has everything going for it both childhood wise nostalgia wise movie wise it just it's really strong uh at this point soul of the game i think just gets outclassed and there's no shame in being a top 10 baseball movie ever like i, I don't think soul of the game needs to prove anything beyond that if you haven't seen it you should because admittedly that was one of the movies i'd never seen so the fact that it's in the final somewhere between 8 and 16 is a testament to how, how good that movie actually is henry you are muted i think because i cannot hear you you still haven't seen it i hadn't seen it until oh. i have now but i hadn't before okay okay um anyway i'm i'm going with sandlot i think that's a very easy call they're just two different tiers of movies to me uh we talked about the very few flaws about sandlot the contraption rob mentioned like i mean there's just little aspects of that movie the pf flyers too my dad grew up in brooklyn playing stickball i think joey mentioned stickball earlier and like again that that's like those are the guys he 
went to the same high school as Sandy Koufax. He played with Joe Pepitone and Joe Torrey's brother, like on the streets in Brooklyn. Like that's just what happens when you grow up in Brooklyn in that time period. You actually like are around major leaguers because they have nothing. Like that's what you have to do to get out of Brooklyn at that time. Um, PF Flyers were a big deal in that time period. So the fact that they have an homage to that is like, that's just a brilliant stroke of movie making. Uh, they really, he really, he, that was like the dream of every kid to have those sneakers. And they really believed it made them run faster and be more athletic and everything else. Like that was the thing back then. So I just, that type of stuff just sticks out to me for Sandlot. Um, I vote Sandlot, so that's two. Jake, what are your, uh, you, have, you have any differing opinion here? What was Ben and yelling when he wanted him to get to the field? Sandlot, Sandlot, Sandlot. I just, <laughs> but no, it's just that it's, it's easy for me, man. It's it's not close. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's yeah, I I agree. Some some movies got better matchups than other ones going on here. <laughs> and then when Babe Ruth to tell him, just how am I supposed to, you know, top of the beach? Just hop over there and get it. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that is a great moment in that movie. Now, Henry, you, you didn't seem as gung-ho about Sandlot last round. I know you're a big soul of the game fan, so do you have any any different thought here? You're muted again, my friend. Yes. You're, you're speechless. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's where my mic is acting up. Um, I wasn't against the Sandlot. I just really enjoyed Sugar that much. I love for the soul of, I mean, the soul of the game. But it's just not in the same class here, and and you know I just think it's it's run its course. It it had a great run, it it's run its course, and Sandlot moves on. Yeah, I, I think that's really the tagline of this matchup. <laughs> like in a nutshell, that's really what it comes down to. Rob, did you have any uh, finishing thoughts here? Yeah, um, you. I mean, it's probably me or just anybody, any anybody. You you, you had that one crush back in the day well what's her name up. for you Rob? yeah a little bit <laughs> yeah that one crush Rob. back in the day yeah. Go, Rob. Rob. Before you continue, let me remind you that Wendy is in the other room and the kitchen is not that far with her. I know, I know. Ass. I know, I know. But it's so funny because I was getting I was gonna actually mention Wendy, but this Wendy is different. Wendy Peppercorn. That's the sandlot. You always had that one person, mm-hmm. that, that that one crush, that one summer, that, and that was that one. You know, to <laughs> that, me, it was, that's a that nice one. fix. That's a nice. Yeah, fix. yeah. And it's so funny because she happens to be named Wendy too. So crazy. Yeah. did you have that shitty grin on your face when you she yeah. kissed you for the first no, time? No, no, she's not. <laughs> <even Wendy. laughs> <laughs> Most like, kid. Oh shit! Looks like a. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. There's a squid's face right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, it's this face. Honey, I love you. Because I was curious. It was so funny because I all I heard was like big footsteps coming out. I was like, oh, oh shit. It's <laughs> called the big on the podcast. Oh, shit. You're trying to die, die, huh? <laughs> So Marley Eve Shelton played Wendy Peppercorn. Yeah. Uh, apparently, she still looks the same. That's crazy. Still yeah, apparently she's in a Scream movie coming out in 2022. So she's oh, ain't nobody watching that shit. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen her in much. Looking through here, uh, she's had some roles, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think that might have been the highlight of her acting career. She's aged very nicely. 
Yeah. Yeah, for real. <laughs> wow. Fastball. So, anyway, moving on. Sandlot, moving on. We'll get to Wendy Peppercorn here in the final four. Maybe we'll have to have a women of baseball movies bracket one day. Um, let's see the bracket updated here, because I think now we have, yeah, Sandlot versus 42 is his half of our final four. Yep. So, Sandlot moving on. Um, <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> you have, like, a, a <laughs> matchup with a soul of the game over there? What happened? I said, do you, do you like subliminally have soul of the oh, game? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I really wanted to happen. Yeah, Henry's inner monologue coming out. Uh, so move over to the other side. And, you know, you guys can rest easy. We have a gimme here. And that's 61 versus League of Their Own. Which is, uh, it, no one said it was going to be easy at this point. Um, now you have, I mean, this is like. This is the top of the mountain for me. I, I don't have words yet. I want to start with Jake because you don't have invested interest in 61. I um, damn sure Jake. don't, my brother. <laughs> I'm going at this point forward, really from like the last two rounds, I've separated my Yankee fandom from my opinions on movies. But I want to start with you who didn't start with Yankee fandom. What are your thoughts on 61 versus? I, I love 61, like I said, but I'm going with a league of their own. It was just what it meant. You know, it's like Roberto said, you know, during World War II, nothing else. All the players were gone. The women stepped up. It was it was more than baseball. It was about baseball, but it was more than that. You know how we say more than the game when we talk about basketball, you know, shout out to my guy Leon. Um, but um that's basically it, man. It it they stepped up. Uh, they they showed that they had game and they can do it just as well as the men. And you got to respect that. And that movie I can watch over and over every time it comes on. It's funny when you consider a bracket format, right? Because if we just like had overall voting, I think that this would this might play out differently, even though I do think Cream rises to the top and this will have the greatest baseball movement movie when all said and done. But League of Their Own was getting dragged in the comment section last round going up against... <laughs> And now it's like unanimously you're getting picked over 61. The higher rated 21, baby, 2021. Yeah. Uh, can't imagine why that is. But I actually agree with the comment section. I agree with you, Jacob. I think that A League of Their Own is the better movie. Um, 61 was great, told a great story, story I didn't know about. Um, in terms of, I, we were taught as Yankee fans, as baseball fans, Mantle and Maris hated each other. That wasn't the case. I really? didn't. Yeah, they, they were, I wouldn't say they were best friends, but they had like a mutual respect for each other going on in that locker room. And we were always taught like they didn't like each other. Yeah. And that home run case was supposed to be contentious and it wasn't. Um, and Maris is a very, like Randy mentioned last time, Maris is a very misunderstood player in baseball history and in Yankee history. And the Yankees, as they often do, milk the shit out of his accomplishments probably without ever giving him his proper due, although he is in Monument Park now, so at least that is good. Um, Who is it? But that was, that was, that was my takeaway. <laughs> that was my takeaway from 61, is that it, it taught me a part of Yankee world that I didn't know, which was cool, and it was a really neat story, but A League of Their Own really teaches you about life. Uh, like, even right down to the sibling relationship, mm -hmm. that was actually just in the movie. Um, the ending is just so epic. I can't think off the top of my head of a better ending to a baseball movie than how that movie ends. Like that stuck with me for years. 
after seeing that. Like I, that's one of those things you think back on that ending and you, you just like, you remember it fondly forever. Um, League of Their Own to me is the, is the better story. It's the better movie. I think it grasps a wider aspect of baseball and a wider audience. So that gets my vote. Who wants to go next? Corby's still mad about Field of Dreams. Who? God damn. Corby's still mad about Field of Dreams. He, he he's around in a league of their own, though. See, as we get closer to the end, I think Corey's opinions are starting to become more of the majority here. So, right. so I mean, 61 great movie, League of Their Own, better movie. I think it's just that simple for me. And I'm going to go with uh, League of Their Own here. So well, League of Their Own. If uh, you guys never been to uh, Cooperstown, they have a great section of uh, of that of that uh, what the women's league was going. Uh, um, you know the whole history of yeah you know, the teams and everything, and they have a good good little area about about showing the history of when um, when, the, when the league was um was going on. It's great. Should that pissing me off, man? I still never gone. I haven't gone to Cooperstown yet, and I've just the closest I've ever been to it. I know that's the craziest thing about it. I, I will be go- well when they you're finally closer. Get- to, you're closer than I am, and I haven't. Yeah, closer I, than me. I, it's it's crazy. I know. I gotta I gotta get up there. I, yeah, we had a trip planned this summer, but you know. Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, we had a trip to go see the uh, the Derek Jeter uh, inauguration. So. Yeah. But they canceled it. Involved yeah. people sleeping in air mattresses in my apartment. <laughs> well, I was Taylor was going to sleep on the air mattress. I was on the air mattress. <laughs> yeah, Randy living in New Canada have no excuse not to go to. Yeah, anyway, uh, I'll just give you my quick thoughts. Now that I know the League of Their Own is moving on, I'm not going to go in depth in that. I'll save that for the final four. I'll just say by 61. It's a great movie if you're a Yankees fan, and I know that's a it's a large group of people in the world that are Yankee fans, but also people hate the Yankees. So it's a good enough movie for if you hate the Yankees, you can still enjoy it. But when you're a Yankee fan, it teaches you so much about history that you don't know. Because I knew Roger Maris, like I knew he his number uh, nine was in Monument Park and retired by the Yankees and he was in Monument Park. But you would have thought he's like a Hall of Famer, like a, a, one of the greatest players ever. And it's just not the case with him. And I never knew that until I watched that movie. He really had a great run for a few years, but I didn't know a ton about the guy. So it's really great in that aspect. And I went to Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York. And Marist was always cool because I always thought that sounded like my college. So, Like always, you've gone one step too far. Habitual <laughs> line did stepper. You, did you think I wasn't going to mention the Red Foxes on the show? Um, You're wrong. I mean, so. that's, that's what's up, though. Fuck Rick Smith, though. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, fuck him. Hey, I got my little Rick Smith bobblehead here for you. My little Break Marist. That shit. <laughs> it's already broken. There was supposed to be a basketball right here. That is Good. the whitest <laughs> bobblehead I've ever seen. <laughs> Tight ass shorts. And you just destroying my alma mater, Quinnipiac, back-to-back games, which just has the worst basketball program ever, by the way. It's a different conversation. <laughs> I have had just about enough of them. I mean, but Vince, they take great polls. <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, those are not fake news polls. I worked for them at one point in my life. Uh, really well done. Great, great scientific method there. But anyway, great scientific method here. And that is that 61 has gone down. If you are not a Yankee fan, you've got one more mission left. And that is this next matchup. <laughs> uh, Pride of the Yankees still Ooh. kicking. When we began here, we had four movies about the Yankees, three in favor of them. Pride of the Yankees, the last one standing at this point, as 42 is set to face Sandlot, a league of their own facing this winner. And that is Pride of the Yankees against Bull Durham. This is bullshit. 
So <laughs> we'll start with you, Henry, for your creativity here. Why don't you give us your thoughts on Pride of the Yankees versus Bull Durham? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Pride of the Yankees moving forward. Garrick's story is better than Bull Durham's story. Bull Durham shouldn't have beat Moneyball to begin with, goddammit. <laughs> Pride of the Yankees. <laughs> Uh, the I'm I'm gathering the comments still, so we'll keep moving on. Uh, let's go to you, Jake. What are your thoughts? I gotta go with proud of the Yankees, man. You can't. Wow. You can't uh, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna let y'all live what another day. Go flowing through you now. I, I know. It's. I mean that. All, all his fans in his Met chat are disowning him right now. He's going to go. No, 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 no. Trust me. I'm going to give him. Listen, I am giving him. I was going to outlast you. No, no. I'm giving him life. But I'm going to take that shit away next time. I'm taking But I got to give it to him. It was. Come on. Let's be real. Friday Yankees. It was a good movie. You know the show's recorded, right? You know we gotta go right back to this, right? I mean, you go back, you can, you can, you can take a picture, play it again. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Once we call Sean Connor, Sean Flannery on his on his terrible takes uh, yeah. about the Yankees this year, we're playing this soundbite to just yeah. drive it home. Uh, in our little Mets scene. Uh, come on, I don't, I don't hate being, To his credit, Jacob's being fair. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Mets fans be hating just to hate. Jacob's nah. being fair. <laughs> Plus, I don't hate the Yankees. I have no hate for the Yankees. Uh, ever. I know, I the Mets. Some other people say it, but they nah. you know, practice other shit in, in real life. Well, nah, it ain't that serious. Listen, bases, I, nah, we got all of annoying fan bases. Y'all just happen to win. Honestly, I want to be where y'all Y'all, I, we ain't, I ain't ever going to see like 27 or even 5 in my lifetime. But Lord, give me one. Please, yeah. And y'all gonna have to block my ass because I ain't stopping. <laughs> that shit gonna feel like thirty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's cool. I give it nah. Probably Yankees was too good, man. It was too good. It has to move on. I agree. Randy, again, fresh on your mind, proud of the Yankees. Yeah, this is honestly tougher than it should be because I'm really trying to toe the fair line here. Um, Bull Durham is incredibly rewatchable and I'll, I'll give a dollar to Bill Simmons and his Venmo account because I think this is where you became inspired to do this was from the that, that great show that he does if I'm just like hanging out on a Friday night and it's midnight and I'm flicking through all the movie channels and I see Bull Durham is on I'm sticking there and I'm going to watch and I, I'm going to enjoy myself Pride of the Yankees it's like I, I really did enjoy it as a Yankee fan. I love Lou Gehrig's story. And, and, and when you're a Yankee fan, you, you appreciate the history that it comes with. I just think overall, if, I just enjoy Bull Durham more. I don't want that to be a hot take, but I just, when I, I'm a millennial, I, the black and white thing kind of affects it for me a little bit here. I'm going to go Bull Durham. Rob, you agree? Too busy getting yelled at. Oh, that's always. When to give me the side eye right here, still to this just give it back. This one, okay. I would have to go with uh, Pride of the Yankees. Um, yeah, it was, it's, yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> it's just Pride of the Yankees for me. So we have uh, 3-1 right now? Yeah. 3-1. If you include the fans, you're, uh, you're getting Bull Durham 3-2. So that, well, either way. I actually... See, I agree with Randy's opinion that I think that Bull Durham is the more rewatchable movie. It's a more enjoyable movie. My problem is that I've killed for less in this bracket. Uh, <laughs> many, many rewatchable movies I enjoyed more than the other one that I've taken down already. 
Pride of the Yankees is really, really well made. <laughs> it's old, and I get that, um, but I was the original one stumping for It Happens Every Spring. So the black and white thing, I was – look, you guys were having fun sleepovers growing up. My dad was forcing me to watch old historical movies that were in black and white. So yeah, that stuff just doesn't have an effect on me. <laughs> but um, I do think Pride of the Yankees is a better movie, which, again, is so funny to me because – Two or three rounds ago, I probably could have eliminated Proud of the Yankees if it faced a better movie. But at this point, I just, Bulldorm's good. It's rewatchable. It just, as far as being a movie, is not as strong to me as Proud of the Yankees. Um, Proud of the Yankees Corey's, also has stood the test of time. Corey's having an aneurysm at work. He's so? very upset. I mean, um, yeah, so. Did I mean, we say everybody, uh, everybody's or something? Everybody's feet at CBS is about to get cut off right now. <laughs> <laughs> or two, that's, that's going to move Pride of the Yankees on. And if you disagree, you can all blame Jacob. So th- there you go. <laughs> it works for me. I mean, he's already been excommunicated by the Met fans. So <laughs> Jessica giving me a backhanded compliment in the comments. I don't know how to take that. Um, but I'm going to choose to take it as a compliment that, uh, that, that defines or explains a lot. So now we're in the final four here. Um, and let's stick to this side of the bracket. Cause I have a feeling that there's going to be fireworks on the other side. <laughs> we're going to stick with a league of their own against pride of the Yankees. And this is, you know, if you thought that I was being biased last round, now you can drop that because for me, it is 100% a league of their own when it comes to these two matchups, because league of their own has something going for it where it's rewatchable. It's a great movie. Um, it's more modern, which if that matters to you, great. And I think it just has, let me back up a second. Lou Gehrig, again, one of the greatest stories. I don't have a big connection to him. Obviously, never saw him play. Uh, he played with Babe Ruth, so he probably wasn't even the most popular player on his own team. Doesn't have as much lore. But when you really, really get down to Lou Gehrig's story as a human being, it's incredible. <laughs> it's an incredible story. It has a very tragically sad ending but that tragic, sad ending really defined him as a person because of the way he handled it. Um, so that is kind of my sign-off on Pride of the Yankees because I think A League of Their Own is just, it's a better movie. It's, again, a movie I didn't expect to be for me in the championship, but here we are. Um, it goes up against Pride of the Yankees. It, it, it's going to take it out. I mean, this is really, really, I implore you if you have not seen A League of Their Own in a long time to go back and watch it because I think you're going to like it even more than you used to. Um, and for me, it deserves to be there, uh, over part of the Yankees. So I'm going with league of their own. We'll, we can move it right over to you, Henry. You're, you're next to me on the panel, uh, from my view. So we'll go to you. What are your thoughts here? Today, pride of the Yankees consider itself the luckiest movie on the face of the earth that it's made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> A league of their own. Let's keep it moving. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Jacob, we'll go to you. You can, you can redeem yourself with a very easy opinion here. Layup. Uh, Pat, you I, am, I am going with, I'm sorry, Met fans. I got to do this. No way. I am going with, nah, nah, fuck you crazy. I'm in the West <laughs> DNA. Get him the fuck out of here. League of their own. Is, oh, no, he said it's too late. You've been deleted. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be happy to know that. I'll be back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I have a sense it might be a clean sweep, although you never know with Rob when it comes to the Yankees. So well, let's go. Pride of the Yankees versus League of Their Own. Rob, do you feel differently, even though it doesn't matter because League of Their Own is moving on? Yeah, no, no, not at all. League of Their Own is um, it's it's the most memorable movie 
it's it's re- it's is really really good as as far as as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's the other one moves on to the final. All right. There we go. Let's bring up the bracket again. Moving right along. We have a champion insert, and that is a league of their own. And it's going up against this matchup. So everyone grab Henry's boxing gloves. We have 42 against the Sandlot. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna reserve myself. I'll, I'll take it. Uh, let me get this one. Yeah, you go first, Jake. What are your I will take it. Yeah, because the black guy goes for his 42. I see what That's right, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Keep it locked. I love you, Jackie. You, you, no deal. Appreciate everything you've done for the game. But the Sandlot, it, it will always hold a special place in my heart forever. I, I mean, that's seriously the first baseball, even though it came out in 93, the first baseball movie I got attached to. And just everything about it, just even when I watch it, reminds me of the days of me and Leon going to the park, practicing our game. Don't bring Leon down with you. I know. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm bringing him down with me. Damn right. But now I definitely, much as I love 42, I got to go with the Sandlot. It's just everything about it. And it was, I'm a nostalgic person. <laughs> I am. Talk to me about it. My childhood, movies, everything. I got to go with the Sandlot. I got to, I got to, I got to move it on. This is like when someone in in politics votes for the other side. This is what I feel like right now. It's like forty two is not going to have Jacob's vote. I don't know if it has. If it's I gotta. To we'll see. No, I, I think that's very fair. Um, it, it's and, hard. that's hard, man. That, like, it got put me on this bullshit. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, you wanted to start. So <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It was just I had to get it out the way. Yeah, and I, I, knew, I had to. I'm sorry. Dave Chappelle racial draft. What, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to <laughs> Goodbye, yeah. fried rice. Hello, fried chicken. <laughs> Unironic barrier over to the white people. Henry, what, what are your thoughts on this? Man, fuck out of here, Jacob. I'm look, I'm trading Jacob to another race, and I'm handpicking somebody from Wait. the comment section. <laughs> Look, man, I'm sorry. I'm not going against 42 here. You bugging. I, I, I love the Sandlot. I know everyone's going to choose the Sandlot, but 42, what it meant, I'm sorry. I, I can't go against it. I just can't. That's fair, man. That's At least fair. not here. 1-1. One, one. Will you trading uh, me, though? Do I get a higher credit score? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, which race I'm trading you to. <laughs> Come on. You got to let me know, man. <laughs> I gotta know how to so, prepare. The white people have like this. There's various levels. You gotta, you know, oh, the trailer trash. I can trade uh, you to the trailer trash. Whoa, 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 whoa! Shit goes down. Whoa, whoa, now you're getting personal. All right, now I live around too much of that. All right, <laughs> no. I can trade I gotta, you to the Asian community. Oh, thank God, I'm good at math. <laughs> let me, Sorry. Let's keep it going before we get in trouble here. <laughs> CC won't let me be. <laughs> Randy. Let's bring some sanity back here. We have a one-one split so far in the game. yeah. So, you know, the final four, you know, Pride of the Yankees against um, a league of their own is kind of like when a, a 13 seed makes a run and makes it to the final four and faces a one seed and kind of just gets smoked in the final four. This is like a one versus one. This is very much uh, a, two of the great teams that you possibly could have facing off against each other. With that said, I have said it before. I am a journalist. I, I am someone who looks for great stories in the world to inspire people. 
there is no more inspiring story in the history of sports than Jackie Robinson to me. He has the greatest single greatest quote of all time, which is life is not important except for the impact it has on other lives. And, you know, we have a whole day in baseball dedicated for, you know, someday maybe we'll all wear 42. So with the impact Jackie Robinson made on baseball is how we've gotten to this point. So I would be remiss if I did not choose 42 here. Randy Black and Jacob. <laughs> By the way, I do think Corey had the best comment of the podcast so far in the comment section. He said the Jews draft Jacob. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Lots of ball soup. So, oh. yeah. Yeah. That's just good, man. Come on. I'm half in the pool, Jacob. So if you need any pointers, just feel free to reach out. Yeah, you're damn right. You know, I'll teach you Passover. Yes. Um, My Yamaha. I saw you nodding a lot there. What uh, What are your thoughts here? Yeah, you. Oh, I didn't hear my. I didn't hear my name. You got some pancakes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're sticking. I'm sticking to the Sandlot. <laughs> that's my. That's my movie right there. I, the Sandlot. That there's no other. Well, Jake hit it. Hit it. Um, on the nose too. Um, it 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 stuck. That was one of the first baseball movies that really stuck to me when I was a kid. And you can rewatch that movie over and over and over again and still enjoy it. Yeah. All right, so we uh, we have a nice two-two comes down to me, uh, and yeah, I mean that's it. Look, I I I at least have been consistent this entire time, and for me, my mute hands right here. Yeah, I can see Henry's face like this motherfucker. Fucking mute it. Chadwick Boseman is a great actor. Rest in peace. He's going to um, haunt you. <laughs> I cannot speak enough about 42. I say this. Here it's not as good a movie as The Sandlot. Uh, Sandlot is a better movie. It's a more rewatchable movie. It's a better baseball movie. It captures baseball better. It captures life around baseball better. It captures dynamics about baseball in modern day better. Don't shoot me. Don't fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Sandlot. I mean, 42 had a really great run to make it into the final four, but at the end of the day, now we're just attaching our wagons to Jackie Robinson. Like I said two rounds ago, if you're doing that, 42 wins. We don't need a bracket or a discussion. But I'm going at this point based on actual movie quality. 42, as Austin pointed out last week and some other comments earlier, it wasn't that great execution. As far as the story goes, I think the Jackie Robinson story could have been better in movie form. That's why we need a Roberto Clemente story to make up for it. I'm trying to clean this shit up, bring Roberto into this. We do need that movie, though. We need the movie, but you ain't cleaning this shit up using Roberto's name, goddamn. I should have worn the shirt just to bring it completely home. Uh, but this is where it ends for 42. You know, close vote. It's a top five baseball movie ever. Jackie Robinson's a top one baseball story ever. But when you when you combine the two, I'm taking Sandlot because that is the movie that that anyone who's ever existed can enjoy baseball. And in this day and age with Rob Manfred as commissioner, that's hard to do. <laughs> There's not a lot of people enjoying baseball, it seems, right now, except diehard baseball fans. Sandlot still has that magic 30 years later. Mm -hmm. so. I just got to say, 
Joey, you cannot tell me to let nostalgia go because all your damn a lot of my Met fans be going back to 2015. Like we give a fuck about that. I don't give a good goddamn about no 2015. We fucking lost. I hate when. Oh, Jacob, remember we had that motherfucker? We lost. I don't give a damn. I don't give a good goddamn. I, wait, wait, wait. I, 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 I think this is a really, really good time to bring up that wild card banner. That's I no, no, no. Say. I was just gonna say. Cut this shit off. Yeah. <laughs> I just saved the picture on my phone again. I want to say it's a good time to bring up the wild card man. I seriously never, I forgot all about that until I was watching uh, fucking Mets Classic or whatever, what the hell it was. I looked Bad Bomb mowing you guys down. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> but no, how look, much footage is in Mets Classic? Is it like 12 hours? That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> listen, listen, we got a lot of history for a damn team. Well, you know, we had good moments. It just doesn't happen in the playoffs, all right? I mean, they did make a movie about you guys, the Cocaine Cowboys. I get it. That shit is hard. You crazy? <laughs> Damn, mate. Best Coke boys in the city. Uh, all right. That, Vince, Vince fucked it up, so let's go to this final shit. <laughs> right. Dynamic final that I helped create here. It's League of Their Own versus Sandlot. I don't understand. I'll start with this. I don't understand why the comment section has that the Sandlot is primarily a coming of age and then baseball. The entire movie is baseball. Like yeah. almost every single scene involves baseball. So why are we going with this premise like it's Die Hard of Christmas? Let, let's not like, get it twisted. Uh, the Sandlot is an all-time classic. I, I chose yeah. 42, but it's not to shit on the Sandlot. Yeah. I'm not mad about this. One. I just want to settle that Sandlot is primarily first a baseball movie and then it's coming. It happens to be a coming of age, but the whole entire thing centers around baseball, the history of baseball, the fandom of baseball, all of it. It even ends with someone becoming a baseball player. Weird take. Anyway. Okay, let's beat the kids down with the women right now. <laughs> now, yeah, it's women against children. So if you uh, if you like the movie Titanic, we are recreating it here. Um, what comes first? So let's start with. What, does anyone want to volunteer? Because this is a really. I'll do it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll... <laughs> I know exactly where Randy's going to go with this, uh, but let's go. No, you don't. You don't know because look, we all have reasons. We love movies. It brings us back to our childhood, our childhood or whatever. We have per personal preferences. You know, you talked about earlier about that moment where you played baseball with your dad and you have the father-son connection. My baseball love stems from my mother. And she was the one pitching to me in the backyard and letting me play home run derby and let me reenact the entire 1998 Yankees lineup. My mom's the real MVP here. My mom's favorite actor of all time is Tom Hanks. This is her favorite movie of all time. Every time I see this movie on, I think of her, I text her and I tell her it's on and I watch it myself. This movie is an all time classic. It is my vote. I love the Sandlot, but A League of Their Own is the winner here. One zero. Oh, lots of nods. I don't like the way this is going. <laughs> uh, Henry, why don't we kick it back over to you? Going last. Nope. <laughs> going last. Uh, he wants that tiebreaker boat to throw his one. <laughs> I know he is too. Henry, you think you're slick. <laughs> Rob, let's go to you next. What uh how do you do you agree with Randy? Do you think that a League of Their Own is the greatest baseball movie to ever exist? I honestly say he's right. League of Their Own. Definitely. It's it's the historic aspect of it is it, it, it it's grand it's way i mean just watching the last 20 the last 20 minutes of that movie especially the last you know that last game it felt like you were there it it felt like an act like it, like they really went hard in that scene to like make it 
looked perfect, like it was an actual game. And the way it ended was like, wow. The way anyone, anybody could have won that game. And the way how Gina Davis just drops the ball like that to have her Uh sister win it and make her the star, because she was, because Gina Davis was already the star. Still not convinced. So, but yeah, definitely League of Their Own. The way the 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 movie was just, it was well made. Well, well made. Yeah. Before we continue here, real quick, Randy and Rob. If you have an empty bracket and you know, you, if you just had a list of the 32 movies we had in this bracket, would A League of Their Own still be your pick? No. Okay. I think it, I think it would have been better 42 for me. Okay. Rob, what would have your what would your pick have been? Major League. Jake, we'll go over to you. Uh, we got two so far for a league of their own. Do, are you, you are you going to go to bat for Sandlot here? Here's my heater. I dare oh. you to hit it. You goddamn right. I am going. I'm staying with Sandlot, man. I just it means too much as me. It means too much. I'm sorry. I just I am sticking with my guns. As much as I love League of Their Own, those are two movies I can watch over and over, over line for line. Even the song at the end, you know, when they have their their team song, that too, and then the whole Jimmy Dugan when she looks down and sees that he died, it was, I mean, that was crazy too, but I, I, I gotta go with Sandlot. You know, Jacob's an L7 weenie. <laughs> 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 I know Oscar Mayer did reference that in the comments earlier. <laughs> I was waiting for an opportunity to call some. Right. Oscar Mayer! Henry, I'm gonna do you a favor here. I know what you're going to do. <laughs> it's just going to make it interesting if I know this. So, again, you know, I look at these two movies. Uh, here's where it gets interesting, right? Like, A League of Their Own is women playing baseball. If you introduce someone who's never seen baseball to a movie, it's a peculiar position to be in if this is truly the greatest baseball movie ever. No offense to women, obviously, but it's just not who currently plays baseball. Um, so that, that's the first issue I have with it just being the top baseball movie ever. Now, if you actually look at the movie as a whole and how it involves baseball, it's really tough to argue against League of Their Own. It's got really great, this hasn't been mentioned yet, the actual action scenes are really good, <laughs> which is, yeah. I didn't expect that. And it, it's, it's true though. It's really good. It's got that old timey kind of feel. I think even, you know, we want to get down to uniforms and stuff like that. All of that stuff was done so well for the time period. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like I've said, the ending is probably the greatest ending I can think of for any baseball movie ever. It's got that going for it. Uh, it's got great acting performances. This is why it's in the championship, but I look at Sandlot and I, th- I think it's a testament to Sandlot that we haven't even covered, like, there's probably five to ten more iconic scenes in that movie we haven't even mentioned. Because almost every part of that movie, there's something that involves baseball that is something that you still remember 25 years later, or whenever the last time is you watch the movie, like Henry and Jake said earlier, they watch this movie with their kids, and their kids love it. It's generational not that a league of their own isn't, but I think Sandlot is to a stronger extent. It's got a lot of different angles. I mentioned the kind of rich kids versus the Sandlot kids earlier. We mentioned James Earl Jones, his comic relief sort of there at the end, um, and being a former player who played with Babe Ruth. Um, like that's powerful. And it's kind of subtle how powerful it is because he's black. 
<laughs> it's like, you know, you don't even take those things into account when you're watching that as a kid, but as an adult, all of that kind of ties together. Yes, it has moments that aren't baseball related, like the carnival and the pool scene. Those are coming of age. But for the most part, I mean, even right down to that kid, to the main character hitting his first ever home run. The kid sucked when he joined the Sandlot. He hits a home run. It happens at Babe Ruth's autograph that opens up the entire final leg of the story. Um, that's something we all remember. Like if you were lucky enough to hit a home run in an organized fashion, you never forget that moment for the rest of your life. I hit two and I never forgot either. And I will remind people that I hit two career major league home runs or two career home runs until the day I die. That's my accomplishment, right? As a non-athletic 11 year old. Um, these are the things that I take away from Sandlot. So to me, there really is no better story to capture from childhood to adulthood, the story of baseball. And it on top of that involves 4th of July, which there's nothing more American than baseball. And on top of that it involves every stage of life as a baseball player from when you suck and you haven't played at all with the main character to Benny the Jet making it all the way to the majors and clearly being the best kid out of there. And we knew it. So that's my that's my vote for Sandlot. 2-2 two, two tie. We go to Henry. All the pressure's on him. For the record, Henry, the League of Rome seems to be the majority in the fan section. We don't do pressure. You know what he's going to do. We don't do pressure in the Bronx. Bring it home, Henry. You know let, let, let's be real. If we did this 20 times, I think three of these four final movies are probably in the final four each time. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with any of the three of the four. Pride of the Yankees, eh. That's matchup based. Yeah, you know, Major League will always be Major League. It's a cult classic. I said it last week, and I said it in every round. A League of Their Own is a perfect movie, and we did this going into it as a baseball movie. It's a movie that involves a lot of baseball. It involves empathy. It involves sibling relationships. It involves team camaraderie. There's every element that you would want in a movie and baseball. It has great acting. It has great storytelling. There isn't a flaw in this movie, and it involves baseball. And I'll be damned if I don't give my women their due on International <laughs> Women's Day. And again, we could do this 20 times, and we'll probably get 20 different outcomes. Oh, yeah. And as long as you get the same four or five movies, it's all subjective. We had fun doing this. You know, Corey's really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> No, but look, I think we have the right mixing of movies, you know, oh, for so sure. much, for, you know, for the most part. I would take out the pride of the Yankees and, and put something else in there. But we would do this a bunch of times and get a different outcome. But you'd get the same mix of movies. With that said, today, League of Their Own is, is, is the champion and it's, and it's fitting. Let's be real. I'm fine with that. They are in a league of their own. Absolutely. There you the journalist and Randy man just couldn't couldn't resist the headline there. Hey Vince, anyone ever tell you look like a little penis with a hat on? <laughs> I'm sure Vince has been told that. <laughs> I don't know with a hat on has ever come across. Henry, I noticed something in the background. Is that the um the new baseballism um, t shirt that you got? Um, yes. From the Hank, the, the, yeah. the Ken Griffey line? Oh yeah. man, I need to get that. I got two of them. I got that one and I got the Roberto Clemente one. Drop the one with the bubble gum? Yeah. That was the one. I'm waiting on that one, actually. And then the one with the little kid watching the TV. That yeah. one? Yeah. I, have that yes. one. I need to get oh, that. Man. I love that color so much. Yeah. I think what everything said, I mean, a, a league of their own isn't, like you said, a league of their own. And 
today they are the crowning champions and we should probably change the cover photo in the group. That's fine. I'm very excited, by the way, to post this to the other 5,900 some odd members who have not seen this to see what their reaction is. I have a feeling I'm going to not be doing a lot of work and doing a lot of admining. Oh, for sure. Um, I've got, I, I think you're right, Henry. If you, no bracket, you just took five movies, it would be really hard for me not to have a league of their own somewhere in that top five. Um, if you had told, Corey, right there. That's Corey. <laughs> if you told me Sandlot was going to be in the championship, I probably would have believed you less yeah. just because I expected there'd be some sort of Titan, like real serious baseball movie that would have taken it out earlier. And that didn't happen. Um, but Sandlot, that said, it, it, it like I said, it, it's got everything going for it in a different way, but you're probably right when it comes to movie pound for pound, a League of Thrones is a better movie. Is it a better baseball movie? That's why we just had this debate, but it is a better movie. It has better acting. It will be remembered forever um, time-wise compared to, to, compared to Sandlot as far as movies go. If I put this in the rewatchables Facebook group right now, it's going to be no contest. <laughs> so I think that there's plenty of clout behind this decision. The fans actually agree with it in the comment section, which kind of surprises me. Um, yeah. I mean, a league of their own, I, I feel confident in saying is the greatest baseball movie to ever exist. And it happens to be on international women's day, which cracks me up more than anything, just the coincidence of it all. Um, yeah, seriously, get, this, this wasn't scripted. Yeah. It's literally played yeah, out. Uh huh. Trying to get the cooler. Uh, I know what you're Played out on the on the tone, which was pretty cool. <laughs> I yeah, it was cool. I love in it. Case, in case any of you were wondering, I looked at the bracket uh, before the show, and there were I, I I could pick out about ten movies that I was like, this has a really good chance of advancing, and that really was the extent of my thought process. I never thought about what the final four would be. I never thought about what the championship or the winner would be. I was just taking it matchup by matchup. Um, and so I'm pleased the way it turned out. And I thank you, Jacob and Randy for joining the show. You guys were very entertaining and some really good takes and the, the homework too, behind this, I want you guys to know there was one comment earlier where you're like, how can you vote on a movie you've never seen? If you were asked to see 32 baseball movies, there's no chance. First of all, unless you're that one guy in the comments, like last week, uh, who that you've seen all 32, so it really comes down to there, there's probably five to 10 of these movies that I guarantee you no one saw that you had to watch for this. The amount of work that went into this exercise, kudos to last week's guests, uh, Ricky and, and Austin, and kudos to you, Randy and Jacob, for preparing yourselves for this. Rob and Henry, obviously, as well. Um, yeah, if they, if, if they knew what went on in the, you know, the, the chat, <laughs> all the back and forth in, for every movie, I mean, forget it. Yeah, we took this very seriously, um, and and I'm, I'm glad we did this. This was a lot of fun. Next week, we will go back at least for one show to a normal Dong City. We have a lot of controversy that's been forming in baseball life the last couple of days. Uh, some really <laughs> long takes we might have to cover. But other than that, we'll have, we'll have modern baseball news for you. Um, and then I think two weeks from now, this is – earth shattering haven't shared it with either of you guys i think two weeks from now we probably do the preseason predictions so we should have guests for that as well uh that's a good time to do it there in late march and if you want to be a guest if you want to have fun like everyone else here is having fun x let us know shoot us a message slide in our dms make a post yeah. we'll we'll work with you we want you guys in there 
Here we go. Jessica, you've been active. I know you're watching. Yeah. Uh, we don't get to have women on the show very often. Let's ride that league of own momentum. Uh, if you want to come on, man, we'd love to have you. Um, or Definitely have Corey on because he's a Cleveland fan. So I'm interested <laughs> to see what they're doing. Thank yeah. you for letting me on. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So thank you guys for coming. Uh, the Audible with Randy Hammond, Matt Bushnell. You guys on tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern? Tomorrow, Football Life presents The Audible. Dak Prescott signed a big contract for the show. Breaking news for the baseball show. So come over, hang out with us tomorrow at 7 o'clock. We'll have all that. Plus, we're going to do uh, active, uh, active players, whether they're Hall of Famers or not. And we're going to do best and worst signings in our franchise's history for free agency. So come join us and hang out with us and talk about your, uh, your crappy football team. Yeah, Thanks to Randy. I know now that the Cowboys are one of five teams this century to have a winning record and not win a Super Bowl, which makes me <laughs> joyful. Uh, so thank you to Football Life for that. So th this will do it for Doxy. Oh, we'll we have Jacob, when's the next uh, basketball podcast? Oh, yeah, Jacob, be you on Wednesday? You're always forgetting about us. <laughs> no, we are, we're taking because it's the all-star break. We're taking, you know, this Wednesday off. We will be back next Wednesday. Me and my guy, Leon Tompkins, aka Michael Taylor. We'll be back. <laughs> and, and I do know we have uh, Corey and Jason doing the workshop Thursday. They will talk about the epic failure Trash. finale <laughs> of AEW. Uh, epic failure ending that just uh, surprised wow. a wonderful match. But I'm sure those guys will talk about it on Thursday on the workshop <laughs> wrestling podcast. I know so much about wrestling. AEW makes me want cream soda. <laughs> That's the extent of my knowledge there. But yes, uh, join them also. Uh, join them on Thursday. So those are your podcast lineups. If you didn't know, thank you for joining again. It looks like we had some pretty good participation tonight. Absolutely. We'll be back next Monday, 7 p.m. This has been Donk City. Everyone have a great night. Donk City, bitches. Found it forever. <laughs>